We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Smash a like, sub to the channel, and if you want more of this in your life, I highly recommend that you subscribe, rate, and review to the Cuss Corner exclusive audio podcast feed to catch up on all your favorites. But for now, another edition of Cuss Corner! Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner! Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner, Cuss Corner. <laughs> I don't know why people tell me I can't have a dream home, that I should just give up on it, that I shouldn't have aspirations. I should just resign myself to some small little house in suburbia and just accept that I can't have all the things that I want. You know, people are always told to chase their dreams and, and dream big and think big, but not me. I'm being told not to believe in these things. I can't have what I want. Who told you that you couldn't have it? Many people. You were on that text thread. Well, not I was a, yeah, like, I was. That's why I'm I asking you. Not a single person that. said that you couldn't have it. What people were telling you was, this costs way more than you think it does. Well, only if, I, I, only if you get contractors to do all the work. 
So if you do all the work yourself, it will I be could fine. Do some of it. Like what? G- give us a rundown of the stuff you're going to do in your dream home to build it. I think I could do the drywalling. <laughs> I think I could do the painting. <laughs> I think I could put in the crown molding. I think I could, you know, if, you know, it's just laying bricks in a driveway, I could do that. You know, it's one brick in another. driveway, by the way, which means yes. you would need to do the electricity on it first. Well, no, that, no, electricity is something I have no skill with. I would have to bring You don't in... have skill with this other shit either, but you're going to be doing it. I could do that. Uh, no, but not no. Right, like, what was the last time you laid brick, Tim? Never, but I, I, I can figure it out. Okay. You know, trial and error. I can figure well, it out. When was the last time you did drywall? No I've one. A, I've assisted with drywall. I've what, seen. What is that? Done. Okay, run us down on what assisting with drywall. Drive is. to the store to buy the drywall sheets. You know, to bring it into the house. Watch as they trace out the hole for like where the electrical outlet is and cut it with the saw, and then put it up against the wall and screw it into the studs. I, I've seen it done. So what you say? So in, in this experience of laying drywall, you're a delivery driver. No, no, I was there and watched and assisted my uncle as he put stuff up on the walls and watched how he did it. Like, would it take me time? Yeah, sure. But could I do the drywalling? Absolutely. Could I do the painting? Absolutely. Could I do some of the landscaping? Yeah, absolutely. Could I assist putting stuff together? Absolutely. Some of the stuff I couldn't do. I couldn't plumb. I couldn't do electricity. I get that. But, you know, I'm just saying I could cut down on some of the costs. And I don't want that much. I want a sunroom. I want to drive up driveway that's uh, that's a circle driveway with a gate, a big gate in front of it. I want a fully stocked kitchen. I want a walk-in pantry. I want a ballroom. I want a library. I want bedrooms that have en suites. I want there to be a grand staircase, and I want there to be parquet floors. That's what I want. These are the th- other than that, like everything else to me, the details can be all worked out. Oh, and a, and a separate dining room. Essential to have a separate dining room. You know, I'm no not- one. No one has ever built that house and done the work themselves. I don't know that that's true. No, I mean, like you to some of the who can afford that house are not laying brick on their driveway. Tim told us this was all going to be under a million bucks. I think I could do it under a million bucks. You are (laughs) so stupid. It's like a ten million dollar home. Maybe you are so you have no idea what things are. Like what sort of appliances are in your kitchen? Well, I'm not going to have bad appliances. I'm going to have top-of-the-line appliances. That's what I mean. Do you know what a top-of-the-line stove and fridge cost? Well, I do. Five, six hundred bucks probably for the stove. What? Another five, six hundred bucks for the fridge. Oh, my God. For a to- do you know what, like, a Sub-Zero or a fridge? It's like $10,000, $7,000. No way. A, a mealy stove seven- is like $15,000. I'm telling you, top of the line. You, you said you wanted it. Yeah, those Okay, well, then I knobs. guess I'm not. Okay, well, then maybe we're not going to do top of the line then. Maybe we're going to do middle of the line. It's middle of the line. You said $500. Yeah, well, just a stove that heats with an element. And uh, oh, that's the oven. And a stove top that, like, you know, I prefer induction tops. So, like, just induction heat tops and, uh, you know, something simple to clean microwave that you know doesn't have too many complicated buttons to confuse people stainless no. steel what oh yeah i gotta have stainless steel five hundred dollars yeah tim i i i was just looking because we're planning on getting we're gonna redo our kitchen we're gonna get one of the double ovens uh so we can cook multiple things at oh, one i like time. that idea i like that that's idea a, that's a good okay. idea right yeah when i started budgeting everything out that a middle tier one of those is ten thousand dollars 
you can okay. get season five hundred dollars. You get like season's tickets to the like I was gonna say like you get season tickets to the Maple Leafs for the cost of like these ovens. All right, well then I'll have to go middle of the road then for the for the for the ovens. That's not the, that's not essential. I just want a really nice house. I mean, why shouldn't I have nice stuff? Okay. No, I no love- one said that you can't have nice stuff. But what you've pointed out is like just just the cost alone of building. Like, how big is this house? It sounds like it's twenty thousand square feet. Yeah. See, the thing is, I don't know how big things are, so that number means nothing to me. You I have can't- a ballroom in this house. Like, which house? Like, give us a movie, and like that's the size of he, the he's, house. He's, he's living in the fucking house from Clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the clue house. That's sort of what I'm imagining. Yeah, that's actually a very fit. That's that's what I'm thinking is more or less the house from Clue. Oh, and I want there to be like a pool house, like Will had on Fresh Prince, yeah. where like there's like a separate like house outside too, where guests could stay or whatever. Yeah, it's like an on-site villa essentially. Yeah. Sort sort of yeah, yeah. like a like yeah. a little yeah 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 that'd be awesome. <laughs> and sometimes I would just stay there myself. On my own, just like a little vacation from the norm, so I'd go stay in the pool house for uh, for a week or so. So well, when you hold on, when you so you leave your house, your dream house, to go stay in the pool house, is what you're saying? Occasionally, but like so a it's a pool house. You, you you didn't even mention a pool along with this house. Oh well, it, it implied that I have an indoor swimming pool. We oh, talked about this oh, last sorry. week. So it's an indoor swimming pool. Like, this house, okay. I said twenty. Somebody tweeted at me, "Oh, well, it'll be a lot of money to get rid of the, uh, the humidity, and uh, there's a lot of aeration." I said, "Yeah, open up some windows. Problem solved." No, no, yeah. no, no. See, you're right. That those indoor pools. I don't know what technology they do now, but your house just reeks of. I, I don't know that the word is mold, but it's like um, you know, like the pool at the at a gym at a gym or something. Like it's just gross maybe it's just chlorine and and moisture it's this gross odor that like permeates in an indoor pool i feel Uh-oh. so you, i shouldn't have a dream house is what you do, do, well do you think jeff that any of those people tried to open the windows to get rid of the smell like tim is suggesting well it's just like open the windows that'll be effective i love that we're doing this because while um Firstly, the comments loved me last week, uh, just in terms of Tim saying that f- Super Bowl is football season and his comments about the, the Wendy's solarium. I'm sorry I sidetracked you with my Wendy's joke and you forgot to give us the rest of your dream house. So I'm happy you're doing this today. Many are saying that you're disrespecting the tradespeople of the world by saying how easy it is to do their job with you having zero experience of doing it. I'm not saying that it's easy. It would take me a lot longer of a time than it would take them. You and need- I'm sure I wouldn't do as good of a job as them, but it saves me on some costs. I, I know. See, th- here's the whole thing. You're building this dream home, which I, I've started to kind of do the rough estimate of how large it's going to be. You're looking at spending, even if you bought a prop- remote property in the middle of nowhere to build this on. So realistically, the price of the land doesn't really factor in. You're probably in terms of like just supplies and cost. If you were to do it all yourself with the way that stuff is rated out right now, and this is before putting appliances or anything in, you're probably looking anywhere between like three and $5 million for what you've said. That seems high, but I mean, prices are that's coming with down. A, that's living too. in the middle of nowhere. And before you hire anyone to do any of this stuff. Yeah. That's three to 5 million living in the middle of, of nowhere. 
to build what he is just thinks he he can build. Well, I would I'd obviously I'd be getting a, I'd obviously be getting quotes. You're I trying to do a quote. Pat's trying to do a kitchen, doing a washroom. You know what's like a freaking shower cost now? I don't like, have the slightest idea. Four okay, five thousand. Well, let me ask you this. You've been to my kitchen. We've we've wanted to get our kitchen redone since the day that we moved in. And we keep we we've got a bunch of quotes on it now. We want to redo the kitchen and we want to redo the appliances and we want to move our island and just you know freshen up the tabletops and all that kind of stuff. But it's not a it's a big job because you're redoing the kitchen, but it's not the biggest job in the world. What do you think the cheapest quote we got was? Seventy five hundred? Ninety seven thousand oh dollars. Ninety seven thousand. Yes. Wow. I'd guess seventy a, a thousand as the cheapest, but that's yeah, that's wow. that's crazy. Yeah, Tim, it's crazy. I'm sure a person could do that for half that price. Well, you just thought that people would do it for fifteen times less, and you just thought the appliance it cost you a thousand to get a stove and a fridge. Well, yeah. Off Kijiji. <laughs> I really don't know what a stove costs. I don't go stove shopping. Also, are you and again, this is on... not why this, no one told you that you couldn't do this stuff. All we did was educate you on, hey, maybe this is a lot more costly than you may think it is. Maybe it is, but like that doesn't mean that I should just give up on it. I did. I no one said that you should give up on. Also, it. I can't believe that you want this home, like this dream home, and then you want to cut corners and admit that you'll do the work potentially poorly and we know what your shoveling schedule is like you need a 15 minute break for five minutes of shoveling i mean buddy i don't know uh on the seventh day you probably feel like you rest on sundays i don't know when you're gonna do this well it would have to be a long-term project there's no doubt about that but i i you know, I, I wouldn't just quickly, you know, wave it off as an impossibility. I mean, I don't know. I understand the thing about it being a dream home is that I know it's not likely to happen, but like, I don't want to have to like believe it could never happen or like a million things have to go differently in my life for it to become possible. Like, I mean, really, if I just won the lottery, that'd be enough. Okay, you got to stop saying that your answer to all of this is winning the lottery. Well, it is one of my answers. What if I won the you don't lottery? Even play, you don't even buy lottery tickets. Eh, I do sometimes. Really? It's real low. I get some scratchers or some tearaways. Okay, you get some scratchers and tearaways. Tickets. What's, a, what's the top prize on a tearaway? 500 bucks? Yeah, but I just like, honestly. You I know how you build this house? Someone's giving you the idea. You do cameos wishing people's mother-in-law's happy birthdays and well wishes. That's Yeah, then you can build your dream house. Then you can build your dream house. No, I don't want to build my dream house on blood money. Well, so you are you saying so, so you're admitting that it would be blood money? I would be taking it because they believe it would be that. That's what, <laughs> so what they believe so what they're you're paying saying for. Is that you on cameo is the same as PGA players going to play on live? Well, except PGA people playing on live are legitimately taking blood money. But you just said that you would be. Everybody doing. involved in the tr transaction is aware of what they're doing. I, I have a theoretical number in my head. If you charge $50 per cameo, how much money you can make this year? I mean, I would imagine there's probably like 50 people who would be interested. Do you know how much money that is? Well, 50 times five, uh, 50 times 50 is 2,500. 
There you go. I think there'd be more. I can't imagine there'd be that many more. You couldn't imagine that my kitchen renovation would cost as much money. That as seems an extraordinarily high amount of money. $79,000. No, it was, it was 97000 97,000. That's almost a hundred thousand bucks. That's good. For a stove and a fridge and a microwave and cable and countertops and and moving an island. I just, my gracious, that seems like such an exorbitant amount of money. Stuff ain't cheap, pal. Well, I mean, I so so I'm being told. Why do you think the kit the kitchen renovation hasn't started? I can imagine, like, yeah, you do like a marble. I would do it. I would, I would find a way to do it for half that a marble countertop stainless steel appliance nice cupboards with good handles and hardware and new floor hardwood floors or something yeah well if you're installing brand new hardwood floors okay now i can start to see where the prices are going up i mean i'm not installing hardwood floors or i'd have some sort of piling in my kitchen on a hardwood floor Sure, but new floor, new floor. Yeah, like it's I mean, all... new floors are a part of that. We're redoing our kitchen. Yeah. We're keeping the same fucking floor. No, I don't know. The floor's fine. Leave the floor alone. I mean, the kitchen is fine, but that's why we, we don't need to do it. But if we wanted to upgrade to a kitchen that we really wanted, not the one that we moved into, this is what it's going to cost. Yeah, but I mean, floors to me aren't a part of the kitchen of my dreams. I could really, as long as the floors aren't ugly, and they don't, as long as they don't not match the color scheme, and whatever, the floors. If you're going to so be you, there a long time, you don't think you're moving, you think it's great you just want to do the kitchen i don't know just make the make your dream kitchen yeah you're not going to spend well, all the money can... and not do it right like that makes no sense to me oh well, that, you could do it yourself yeah easy you probably Simple could do stuff. some of it you're incredibly skilled at that you could youtube stuff and figure it out and i bet you'd have no trouble i know you you'd, you'd figure it out i am like the least handy person in the no world. that's not true you're more resourceful than you give yourself credit for how many people could take the window out of their car completely and then reinstall it so that it worked again again not that many people you were able to do it no problem i pulled it up on youtube it took me like five minutes yeah but most people wouldn't even dare to try that you, you most, most people wouldn't know that you could youtube this and they would walk you through how easy it is well anyway i'm just saying you're more resourceful than you give yourself credit for getting a window to start rolling up again in your car big difference than renovating your kitchen yeah, but what what is what is a kitchen renovation? But a series of little tasks. I want it done right. You know that, right? Sure, but you you and you have a high standard, so you do it right. I I don't have the skills to do that. Oh, I think you could figure it out. No, see, I don't. Your overestimation of people's skills, most most definitely your own, are shocking. You know, you see, I, I'm just saying. I think I could put drywall. You, you in see, like again, just to kind of go back to it. It seems like you have very little respect for tradespeople. I have how hard very their jobs are. It's not just hard; is that they have done it so many times that they know all of the sort of, uh, you know, the economically intelligent ways to do things. They have figured out the. Uh, my mind is blanking now on Adam Smith's term about uh, uh, when you do a, a task enough time, you, you know, you figure out the, the smartest and fastest way to do something. They oh, have that, all that, of those that, skills. I mean, it from, is is that from the wealth of nations? No, but he was going to coin that expression. Uh, oh, I, I think you're talking about the invisible hand, but that's when no, the invisible no, hand no, just no. gives you a beat. <laughs> no, that's not the invi- the division of labor. Uh, and, and once you understand the division of labor, you can you can master something very quickly uh, it, it, with can you enough. Tell us about your master bedroom in your dream home. Okay, so first things first, it needs to be the size of like a tennis court. That's what I'm imagining <laughs> in terms of size. Yeah. 
like the doubles tennis court. That's how big I want it to be. And I want it to have a massive walk-in closet with all, uh, you know, like enough room for my various wardrobes, for my summer wardrobe and my winter wardrobe. I hate, hate, hate having to put one wardrobe away and having to unpack a next every spring and fall. It is the worst. I don't wish to ever have to do that again. I wish there to be more than enough space for all of my things to be in a, in a walk-in closet forever. So I want that. There has to be a really nice chair that I could use that's pointed towards a very big television that would be in the room. Uh, I would want there to be a big, nice, tasteful rug. I would like there to be blackout curtains. That way, if it's 8 o'clock at night and everyone's enjoying the sun in July, I can just close them and not have to worry about that. Um, big television. What about the master, uh, like the, the en suite, an ensuite that has a rainfall shower. This is non-negotiable, a rainfall shower. And one of those tubs that have the legs on them that are freestanding. I want one of those types of tubs that the rainfall shower falls into and the curtain that goes all the way around the tub, like the old timey kind, uh, like body sprays and yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, big, big, big mirror. Uh, granite countertop, a sink that goes into the granite countertop, one of those sinks that are like built into the countertop. I want that. His and hers? Um, sure. Although I actually would prefer one really massive big sink rather than uh, than the double. Like a sink. stadium washroom. Yeah, a sort trough, of. if you will. <laughs> no, no, not a trough, but a big sink. And then, yeah, really nice, uh, uh, really nice commode and appliances like that. A bidet? Uh, yeah, no pass on that oh no, bidets are great you get a uh, quick hole tickle you feel great no i'm not judging i'm just saying i don't want to that my, about the bidets i don't my, want my, it, my son my loves home. our bidet it's fantastic I'm, i love our i'm bidet just too. saying i, I loved the bidet as a little kid too my mom tells me i'd love one now to be honest <laughs> they're fantastic they're super cheap you just hook them up to your toilet i'm sure you do great i'm gonna pass on that uh I think that's the that's the the dream bedroom. Is there anything I'm missing? Uh, I don't know. A lot of tasteful artwork too. Yeah. Okay. Of course, you got to have tasteful artwork. Um, You said that the your bedroom would be the size of a doubles tennis court. How much bigger would your ballroom be than your bedroom? Probably two of them combined. (laughs) So be two. But you could use that for storage too, right? Your ballroom is where you're using your storage. I would use that as some storage as well. If I'm not having an event. And then uh, what if you're happens- having an event? Where do you put all the stuff? No, well, just put it in a different room where no one's going. <laughs> Figure it out. What happens when Belle shows up looking for her father? <laughs> That's not all right. All right. So, based on what you've just told us, not about the ensuite or the walk in closets, between your bedroom and ballroom, you've already sucked up 8,500 square feet. Okay. Again, I don't know what that, that doesn't seem what that big. What are you hosting? That like, doesn't what? seem that big. How big do you think my house is? 40,000 square feet? 20,000 square or 20,000 square feet? You think my house is 20,000 square feet? Sure. I don't know how much anything, how big anything is. Well, your bedroom and ballroom combined, put it this way, are almost three times the size of my entire house. But I want really high ceilings. So it needs to be even bigger. So <laughs> I want like 12 foot ceilings minimum. So I want, if there's anyone out there who's a contractor or does budgeting for this kind of thing, based on what Tim has described in his dream home of all the little things that he's just put in, we're going to call this 
I don't know, 30,000 square feet, Jeff. Does that sound about right? With high ceilings. Yeah. And I'm certain like it goes without saying there's going to be like a screen, like a theater room in this house with state of the art recliners and like a popcorn in the living room in the corner. Well, I don't know about that. Definitely a large TV room. But I mean, that, that a lot of people have living rooms like that. Pool table, fancy, nice felt. You know, we, have, we, have, we have heated driveways indoor pool and an auxiliary guest house along with the 30,000 square foot home to begin with. So you've heard all the stuff. I would like to know what a budget would be for this house. I can't see it being anything less than $5 million. Also, you know how much money it is to heat the driveway, the size he is speaking of? He's not talking <laughs> about the driveway in like our houses, Pat. It's about a huge circular driveway with a drive up and a gate. Yeah, and maybe even has a name on it. Like, you know how people like to name their houses? Like this, that, or the other? Have some sort of name etched into it? That'd be really nice. So what are you going to do with, like, all the grass in the backyard? Well, I could lay the sod myself. No, but, like, what? what? There's no outdoor pool. Oh, heavens no. There's no outdoor a pool. tennis There's... court? Clearly. No, no, nothing outdoors. Very little outdoor. We're not doing outdoor <laughs> things. It's not an outdoors facility indoors is where things are not to worry about the fickleness of nature not even a shuffleboard and a there nice can be, i want to there can be a, a garden i like those a, you know what i'd actually like is like a victorian style garden that i can walk around through sort of like the ones you see at versailles with those uh <laughs> like those statues where the water shoots out of their mouths and all the various flowers and the vines and the hedges that are trimmed in neat little ways like I could take up gardening and, and figure out that. So yeah, so like a Victorian style garden outside that I could promenade in Do you have on like nice a, days. You have not even a maid, but like there's a house manager. No, I could do it myself. <laughs> yeah, and a guest house and a three car garage for sure, with enough room for me to be able to do my work. In and what there, are your three? Like what are the dream or, cars? I would like to have a Porsche Cayenne. I think those are gorgeous. I would That's like so to gross. Those are okay. such loser cars. I would like to have a Rolls Royce Phantom. And I would like to have just like an everyday sort of get me around sedan. I, you know, whatever. Those two cars. And then like a regular everyday sedan. I don't understand why you would go to a Rolls Royce in a Porsche and not get like the good version of those cars. You get like the shitty soccer mom version. You don't think the Phantom is a good version of the Rolls Royce? I mean, I, I don't think so, no. Oh, that's like top of the line almost. It's not top of the line, though, is it? You said almost. Yeah, well, it's not the most expensive one imaginable, but it's still, you know, it's probably going to set you back 450000 bucks. Rolls Royce, let's see what the price I can is. Tell you what a, I can tell you what Rolls Royce's cost. I might not know what a banana costs at the store or what... A fridge costs at the bay, but I can tell you what a Rolls Royce costs. Wait, okay, like, I, I got. It. I thought the Phantom was the SUV model. No, this one is pretty legit. But the Cayenne yeah. is terrible. I well, I think the Cayenne is a really What's sharp. The, is the Cayenne the SUV also? Is the Porsche yeah, SUV? Yeah, the Porsche SUV. I so the Phantom this. is not an SUV. No, it's not. I, I got that wrong. So yes, just have the Phantom. Why do you need a shitty Porsche Porsche SUV? I think it looks really cool. It and doesn't. It like looks like have... it's Jeff. What do you make of them? I think they look like crap. You see a few around. Yeah, um, I know. I think there's a reason you see a few around. Yeah, they're pretty popular here. Soccer moms. A lot of people. Well, but Jeff, not everybody spends all our time on the bridal path like you do. Where, <laughs> hey. of course, Porsches would be very popular. 
Chicken Big Mac. A poulet Big Mac. This one is yours. Okay. This one is mine. There we go. All right. Bon Appetit, I suppose. I mean, you you said you were not going to have any, like, to come into it. Just tastes like a regular chicken sandwich. <laughs> Which is good. I like chicken sandwiches. I like Honestly, what you taste is the Big Mac sauce for me. I taste the lettuce and the Big Mac sauce and the cheese. The chicken is like, it's okay. It's okay. It's not great. I would rather a real Big Mac. People are saying that you look very happy for someone who is eating something you hate. Well, I won't go so far as to say I hate the sandwich, mm-hmm. but I don't love it. It's okay. Like, it's a, it's a perfectly passable grade. You love it enough to keep half of it on your face. Oh, dear. Can I have a serviette, please? There are none. Really? Usually they give all kinds of serviettes. They... Whoop! <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> yeah, I mean, the chicken is, you don't, it's super thin, right? It is very thin. Like, if you get a Mac... I, mean, I don't like Big Macs to begin with. Fair so. enough. If you, if you get a Mac chicken, right, it's a little thicker of a patty. This one's a bit thinner. Like, it's not a bad sandwich, don't get me wrong, but it's not a great sandwich. What was that little shake you got going there? Is it giving you Parkinson's? <laughs> I'm trying to eat. I'm to choke. Don't choke. Here, we can get you a, uh, what do we got over here? You can have one of these warm bushes that Paul had in the studio from before he could not drink them anymore. Or, or you can have. Oh, yeah, that's right. A whole 32 pack of DCs. That, thank you for uncursing the Bills in the uh, first round of the playoffs. How did that end up? Well, they won that game. I mean, they that did. Blood money. Oh, God. That was like the time you tried to uh, hit the top of my beer glass in Charlotte. I did hit the top of your beer glass in Charlotte. So, Paul, we were uh, on a golf trip about, I guess, 13 years ago now. We went to go see March Madness. We did. In Charlotte. And Tim had never had anyone who, like, tipped the top of his beer before. So we're sitting in a restaurant. I do that to him. Which, if I did that to you, you had a bottle of beer, I hit the top of it, what would you automatically do? Knowing that all the beer is coming out of that bottle now. You would, you would put your mouth around it to get all the beer. Tim just goes, holds it, lets it spill all over the floor. I've never seen it done before. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff, we, that we can't hear you. I'm also not. We, we were not equipped for coming into the studio. <laughs> I'm also not convinced the Big Mac sauce works with chicken. I mean, I don't have any Big Mac sauce on mine. 
or pickles. Because <laughs> I don't like any of that stuff. Okay, but like to have a Big Mac, those are sort of like, I think the sauce is a sine qua non. Otherwise, it's just a hamburger. Yeah, well, I didn't actually want the, I, like I said, I don't like Big Macs, mainly because of the Big Mac sauce. Tim, you are looking like a guy who likes that sandwich. That's true. You are going to town on this sandwich. I have barely eaten today. You didn't go to that Greek restaurant you like so it's much? A, it's a Friday during Lent, so I usually don't eat sun up to sundown. I usually wait till it's dark. I usually fast on Fridays during Lent. You're fucked. Anyhow, so I really haven't eaten much all day. Uh, I had some uh, plain Greek yogurt with raspberries before the sun came up this morning. It's delicious. Are you the glove man? Yeah, are you? Are you glove guy? I don't think he's capable of, like, sewing his own leather into the gloves. I mean, he just needs someone to work him in. Stop that. So you would never get one of these again? I don't think I would purchase one of these, no. And it's not again because it's bad. It's not bad. It's like a 6 out of 10. Six and a half out of ten. It's just McDonald's has so many other good options. Uh, if I were in the mood for this type of sandwich, I'd just go for a Big Mac. Because I like the Big Mac sauce. I like beef better than chicken. Like, I think it goes better. But, again, it's not it's not horrible, but it is kind of what I thought. It was unnecessary. It wasn't bad, though. But, now that you've had one, are you still going to be triggered that they exist? Well, I'm annoyed still. That but they, why? You just said you'd never have to order one again. What does it matter to you? Like, are you the, ma- are you triggered that they have these fancy boxes that say Chicken Big Mac on them? I don't understand why the, the, they felt compelled to hype them up so much when I just because it's a new product. That's what people do with new products. Yeah, they don't need to advertise you the Big Mac. You know it exists. It just doesn't meet the moment. I think. The moment of what? Like all the advertisements, all the the foofara and the the interest in it, and it just doesn't quite justify it. Like it's a it's a C minus C C plus sandwich. Um, yeah, it was, it was okay. So you would rate it a six out of ten. I think I'd now rate I asked you this the other day. Okay. That if something is at McDonald's and it's rated 6 out of 10, are you comparing it to anything at McDonald's, all fast food, or all food? All food. That doesn't make any sense. If this is a 6 out of 10 versus all food and you think it's terrible. I didn't say it was terrible. I said it was okay. It's good. It's a passing grade. Most food, by the way, is good. Eh. Most food gets a passing grade. But it doesn't because it's on a scale with, the, like, it's comparing food to food. Yes. So, like, something has to be at the bottom. Oh, yeah, like mushrooms. They could be at the bottom. Pardon me, I've eaten too quickly. Are you going to live? I don't know. Not the tour. I I don't know. (laughs) Is it going to be? Is that what it took you to get to the live tour, a fucking chicken Big Mac? (laughs) Phil got a billion dollars. You get a chicken Big Mac, pal. Not only that, but, you know, like Phil was proven right. Phil was offered them this idea of a billion dollar or this, that, or the other. He was tweeting about it this week. For some reason, Phil gets into people's mentions out of nowhere. Starts writing. Phil is like you. He's just Googling his name at home because he has nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't hear Jeff, but I'm sure Jeff does the same thing. 
Uh, definitely. But, you know, Phil should be practicing for Augusta. He should be practicing. What about for Tucson? Well, that's kind of a Oh, yeah. So someone in the comments just put this out. Oh, yes. You can have your Diet Coke and your new Batman Forever mug that was sent in by our viewers. Cody. Thank Thanks you. again, Cody. This means a lot to me. I mean that. I do like that the first one he sent shattered as he put it into the box. <laughs> Kill me, Timbers! <laughs> I got him good. Are you just reaching for another Diet Coke? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's life in the streets. This is supper. Two DCs and a chicken Big Mac. Are we recording this show? Of course. Oh, perfect. Why? <laughs> so what's wrong with me putting stuff in the freezer like cake? Oh, my God. So it's what's not... wrong with me doing that? Here's the thing. As some people had pointed out that others were putting... Like, some people saved their wedding cake to eat on their anniversary, which I will go back what? again, people, and tell you the best wedding gift that is actually cheaper than just giving people money, but they'll enjoy more, is go to a TJ Maxx. We call it Winners here in Canada. Go get, like, a, an old-timey wooden box. They're super cheap there. Fill it up with some, like, hay or streamers or something like that, and go get a nice bottle of champagne. You don't need to go spend $1,000 on a bottle of champagne. Buy, like, a $150, $200 bottle of champagne as a wedding gift. you said a nice bottle of champagne. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Do you not want this for your wedding? Go ahead. You're, you're the same guy who's bringing frozen matzo <laughs> no, just, sticks you know, like, to potlucks? Like, you know, $100 is, is okay champagne. What's the most you've ever given someone as a wedding gift? Um, That's a good question. Is, is it I o- don't over know. under $100? I think it's a push. So, shut up. Anyway, okay. go get your $150 or whatever you can afford. It doesn't need to be, like I said, $1,000. If you, all you can afford is a $50 bottle, get a $50 bottle. Whatever you're going to give as the gift anyway in terms of money, get that quality. I mean, it wouldn't be quality according to Tim, despite that's what he's giving people as a gift. Either way, you put it in the box, you wrap it up, and you tell the bride and groom to open it one year from now on their anniversary. They open it up. They have a nice bottle of champagne. They'll remember you. It's a great wedding gift. Other people on their wedding night, they like to take a piece of the cake and put it in their freezer and store it to eat one year later as a reminder of their anniversary, Jeff. And uh, to the person, when they take that out, you know what tastes like absolute shit? That cake. That sounds horrible. Yeah. That sounds horrible. But Tim. That is- sounds horrible. Also, Tim, I need a bat. Like, what's the backstory on Tim and, and, and cake? <laughs> he went to the grocery store and bought a birthday cake, despite the fact that his birthday is not for five months from now. Listen. And he only bought it because it was half off. Not because he wanted to eat the cake tonight, but because it was half off and he could store it in the freezer so when people came over, he could thaw it out in the microwave and serve it to people. Yes, you've got to have cake on hand in case company drops by to serve with tea or coffee. No one stops by your place. You don't invite anyone over. That's not true. Uh, People... You need to have cake on hand for company. Then have cake on politeness. hand. Don't give them fucking microwave cake. And you just microwave it for like 15 seconds to thaw it out. That 
Uh, you're not putting it in for long periods of time, right? You just put it so that it, it, it that it's so it's not frozen anymore. But like it was half price, yeah, and it looked delicious. And, and when you're at the grocery store and you see things on half price, that's a must buy most of the time. <laughs> I feel very strongly about this. You know, in a world where grocery prices are, are growing and uh, budgets are being stretched tighter, you see that fifty percent sticker. You have to then at that point explain to yourself why you aren't buying that item. That's wrong. <laughs> That is wrong. Maybe I just buy what you need. <laughs> I will backtrack and say that generic grocery store preservative filled white cake. So good. Oh, oh, it's delicious. Thank you. So and you can buy, hold on. You can buy that thing. It can say happy birthday on it. You don't need a reason. In my house, sometimes that thing shows up for fr- just because it's Friday. Okay, good. I agree. But Sometimes I will buy birthday cake. Free, it doesn't go in the freezer to like maybe in three months. Aunt Judy's coming over, and I'm gonna need a thaw piece of this fifty percent off. No, that is that is low rent. That is that no, is that is no. It is because the cake is low rent. So saving. No, it's good uh, cake. But this saving a low rent half price cake for four months from now. Stop calling insane. it low rent. It's actually Tim, very good. Tim, you, Tim, Tim, you no, fucking I tweeted like us. A, you showed us a picture of it. It was a $16 cake that you bought for half off. It was a $16 half cake. So it would have been a $32 full cake. Again, if you're so big into cake, why don't you actually go to a cake shop or a pastry shop to buy your cake? Instead of just no, going, I to like the, to go to the, the grocery the, store. The I... shittiest part of the supermarket. I like to go to the superstore and like the Loblaws and just walk by the cake aisle every single time i'm there i just look at the cakes and the cupcakes and the various things they have and sometimes if there's a good cake there at 50 percent off i'll just buy it and 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 have it in the house and 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 snack on it or i'll save it in case company comes by and in this instance i didn't have anything and it's a great deal at this price so like again when you see something 50 percent off at the grocery store you then have to defend why you haven't bought it no that's not true it is true. Also, let's put this into some sort of context. $200 bottle of champagne, trash gift, great gift for people coming over to you, $8 frozen cake. Well, those are very different circumstances. You're, you're giving, you're hosting people, and you want them to enjoy yourselves, and you're giving them the shittiest thing they can eat. Prepare, the prepared like, in the worst possible way. Tim, let's say... Okay, so you have this frozen cake, but now you're planning, you know, now, like in four days, I'm having some people over. Would you on that fourth day go out and get a new cake or would you say, I've got that sucker in the freezer? I, I'd use the one that's in the freezer. Oh, my you're God. Not, that's not love. That is not love. That's what it's there for. I mean, no, I... you literally made it seem like it, like it's there for the same reason you keep Subway gift cards. Like, yes, it is popping by. But it's yes, okay. that's exactly. Yeah, why. But, but Jeff just said, you know, that these people are coming over. So you can go pick up a fresh cake and probably a nicer one at that. Well, I, if I were to buy a cake, it would be from the same place that I get all my cakes, which is to say the grocery store. So you have no, yeah, and you have no interest in giving your guests anything nice, is what you're saying. You want to well, have, you want to have the lowest. Like. Yeah, maybe they don't like it because you have the lowest fucking taste possible. That's not true. Come on now. Oh please, there are, I, 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 there, there are no please. But I Sounds saw like Pat's. It. I saw Pat's post where you were like offended that. Someone wished you happy birthday. Well, my thought. question was was whether I needed to correct them or just accept the compliment. I like. And I chose no, to accept the compliment. You, you chose to accept the compliment, but you don't see the real dig here because most people, 
wouldn't assume when buying a birthday cake that the birthday cake would be for you, but that person did assume it was for you. She smelled the alborlin on him, Pat. Oh, no. You didn't think about that, did you? No. Oh, well, that was mean then. It's true. I've never picked up a birthday cake and the cashier wishes me the happy birthday. Davis. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Can you give us a... Oh, my God. Yeah, that didn't occur to you. You were just so you so wanted the credit for it being your birthday. You your really for, cut it, yeah. you really forgot about that part. I I just she said, "Oh, happy birthday." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." But it didn't occur to me. Yeah. Like who buys birthday cakes for themselves other than like Jeff said, the Al Borland table for one type. I mean, maybe it's the Tim Andrews types according to that cashier. I mean, I was buying it for myself. She wasn't wrong. Well, I thought you were buying. I mean, oh, hold on. I, I mean, thought, I, I, I'm buying I, it. I thought I thought that you were buying it for your guests, over. and now it's for you. Is it all? Have you already eaten the cake? No, I haven't eaten the cake. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. See, like Tim, I'm even questioning going back into the freezer. <laughs> I've got some ice cream cake from my birthday that I'm worried. Could oh, be. that's fine. Ice cream belongs in the freezer. If it's not, if it's not okay after two weeks, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's fine. I know. I want to break that brick out. Break it out. There's nothing wrong with that. Ice cream in the freezer is good for a long time till it gets those crystals on it. That's when it's time to ch- to chuck it. Also, why was it fifty percent off? Is it because it was super? I don't old? know. It, like, no, well, I it's because it, it expires that night. It's like I think it's close tonight. to the expiration date sort of thing. You are someone who won't eat anything like five days before it, the expiration date. No, but, date. but, but now freezers, buying... freezers but, change the game on this. But this is already like hours away from the expiration, the required expiration date that they have to put on. on. Pat, on the sticker, I bet it says, we re- like for tonight, like eat tonight. We recommend <laughs> it actually for does tonight. Have something like that. <laughs> Yeah, we recommend you eat this tonight. Like it's saying, tonight is well, the night. I can't night. eat a whole half cake by myself in one night. Oh, I dare you to. Let's see if you can't do <laughs> oh, I, it. Oh, okay, okay. Bet Not that could. I can't do it. Oh, okay, percent okay, off. I, you don't need to eat the whole thing to get value. I've got value even if I don't take a bite out of it because it's such a great buy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I understand that sounds crazy, but let me explain. Even if I don't get a bite out of it, I bought it at such a discount. That I got value. It's exactly the same as the argument you would make about me getting value on San Francisco minus six last week. <laughs> even though they didn't win, even though I lost the bet, I got great value on it. So it's the same logic here. That I got great value on the cake, even if I don't take a bite and chuck it in the trash. Like in some ways, I still come out a winner because I bought an item at, at value. If you see what I'm saying? No. You don't think you're going to win most insane. <laughs> If you don't eat it, you just wasted it. Like yeah. there is no value. I, I thought you were. You, you made a bad purchase on not wasting things. I don't want to waste it. I'm hoping that in a few like, months, your logic be is if you just go around making sharp buys at the grocery <laughs> store, you'll eat the majority of those things. You'll be plus TV. <laughs> yes, that's Same exactly it. If you if you get enough games with multiple point closing line value, your your season record will be fine. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's how you beat big grocery long term. 
A hundred percent. One of the ways to beat big grocery is to cash in on BOGOs. You know, you know, you know, percent off days. You know, you know what? He's not wrong. He only has to beat the the big grocery store fifty four point six percent of the time, Jeff. MV Galen Weston. <laughs> yes. Like I look, again. 50% off is a must buy. I'll buy the 50% off sandwich in the deli, even if I don't really like the sandwich that much. Because it's half price. You can't say no to it. But like, when what you are you talking the, about? When you go to the bay, are you just raiding the 50% off shelf? Like, why would that I? Uh, well, it's not a grocery store and it's a lot more money. But yes, if I'm going to the bay and it's like there's a 50% off rack and I find something I like, why do you have to Nine like it? You know, you say you can throw it out and it's plus EV. Well, but again, I like the cake. I'll throw it out if I you know, have a chance. Yeah, I'm still plus EV. If I get a, a article of clothing that I really like and don't wear it much and give it away to, to charity, that's still a plus EV buy. I've still gotten extra value. If you know what I mean. It's consumption is not contingent. Its value is not contingent on its consumption. Really? Food? It's contingent upon its purchase. What other items at the grocery store are absolute must-buys with a 50% sticker on them? Chicken wings from the deli. Oh, my God. Chicken Any, tenders from, from the deli. Anything from, like, a grocery store deli is fucking disgusting, man. And, uh, if, they're, and, if, they're, and, if, and if they're 50% off, you know they've been there for, like, eight hours. Uh, that's So what? They're, they're in the cold. If bar. you're buying tendies, oh. if you're buying that shit at 50% off and you're not eating it for dinner, it's gone. Yeah, even but I usually eat, am in that. Even case. if you're eating it for dinner, like there is nothing. It might more not make it home. Disc- it might not make it home. The cold tendies might get eaten in the car on the drive home. Are those like the? That's happened. Like I don't know what cold tendies are. are those like the taters, like the wedge the chicken taters? tenders. No, no the chicken like, tenders that aren't honestly, like chicken fingers that are cold. You know, I will say, you know, those potato under- wedges that they serve at like grocery store delis are might be the most disgusting item. Even fresh. Yeah, I'm not the, a lover. Even out I'm not of a lover the, of the deep wedges. fryer, they are fucking disgusting. Yeah, I, I have to say, I'm not a lover of wedges in general. I think it's too much potato. There's way too much potato to crisp ratio. And wedges yeah, even rarely if you do. Well, they're them like well done. They still can't. They're still not. A, it's they're never. Yeah, it's too potato-y. I, I, I don't. I don't go in for wedges. This came. Often. This this came up the other day, Jeff, when Tim was talking about the the famous Chinese food place that he loves to go to. Tim, what did you say were your two favorite things at that place, and why you go there? The egg rolls. And the chicken balls are the two best things. Yes. Egg the, rolls because they're unlike anywhere else's egg no, rolls in the city. No, Jeff, are you, are you hearing him? And this is the same thing about, I mean, just I find that those taters are absolutely disgusting, those wedges. But he said there's too much potato, not enough of the outside, the batter. The two things that he likes at this Chinese food place probably make up 74% batter. Yeah, I mean, that's like what kids, yeah. Uh, that's true of the chicken balls. And you can get chicken balls anywhere. Their chicken balls are not so much better than everybody else's chicken balls, even though they're if absolutely phenomenal. Chicken balls past like eleven years old. And this oh, really? You don't get sweet and sour chicken, chicken balls? You don't order sweet and sour chicken balls with your Chinese? What's I mean, wrong with I, you? No, I don't. I get, we like, we order Chinese all the time. Do you ever see me get it? I get no, it every time. I like the other dishes. Like I get my my chicken sandwiches or my chicken nuggets. And other things. I don't need that from my Chinese. Chinese That's literally like what my kids like. I ordered the ginger beef, the chicken balls, the sweet and uh, the the honey spare ribs, the rice, chow mein, and egg rolls. It it was a meal for multiple. That's quite a fucking meal. meal. That's quite a meal there, pal. It was a meal for four people. Yeah, but four people partook in that meal. But you ate the chicken balls. 
You get chicken balls every single time that we order Chinese food, or even Thai food for that matter, because I'll have chicken balls on the oh, menu. Yeah. You're gonna get them every single time. I love chicken. You and you and my dad actually have the same level of like refinement with their taste. I both love, love chicken balls. Sour chicken balls. I'm not I gonna kiss the chicken ball. I will. Not. I love it, and I bet you, if you were to ask Cam Stewart, he loves them too. No. No, doesn't like sweet and sour chicken balls. No, not a I, fan. I think he likes them, but if Cam's got to fill up like the three, there entrees, should be an all you can eat sweet and sour chicken if ball. If Cam's got to fill up the all like the three entree styrofoam large chicken balls, aren't making the cut. Really? I think. I think okay. what Jeff. I think what Jeff is saying is that he can get better than sweet and sour chicken balls from a Chinese food place. If he's going to get like that level of chicken, he'll get nuggets from wherever it is that he likes nuggets. If you're going to go to a Chinese food place, why aren't you getting Chinese food? Well, first I consider sweet and sour chicken balls, a type of North Americanized Chinese food. And I love them and I grew up on them and I think they're delicious. Uh, it doesn't mean that the only thing I would get, but like if you had to tell me you have to order a Chinese meal, it can only have three things. I'd get sweet and sour chicken balls, rice and an egg roll. Yes, I would. I don't feel like a Chinese food meal is quite complete without sweet and sour chicken balls. Now, you don't have to feel that way. You know, these are questions of taste, but they're my two favorite things there. But they do everything they do there is phenomenal. They do a pineapple chicken where they they bread an entire breast of chicken and they slice it uh, lengthwise and they serve it with a pineapple sauce out of this world. It's a really trash place. Again, you don't know what you're talking about. I lived it's, right it's, next. It's to, I, 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 I lived right next to it. Someone who's probably eaten, eaten there, there a heck of a lot, a heck of a lot more than you have. We tried it. Uh, other Tim and I lived right next to it. We went there for like two straight months. We were like, we can't keep going here. It's it's really, truly awful. It's like it's, they don't. It's change, the city's they, they most cook, beloved they, Chinese. They, I mean, it's not even the city's most popular Chinese food place. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. about. I think it might actually be that. It's, it's not. I mean, tell you, Great Wall is. It's not even close. <laughs> Nah, but see, it, that's not true as much anymore. It, it is. Because of its location. It, it's, of it, its it location. is still People true. When there. they run the city awards, it had to retire itself from the best Chinese food restaurant category to give others The line chance. I stood in to get my Chinese. Well, did Saturday you go to night. any other Chinese place? Well, why would I go anywhere else? Did you drive by any? So how the fuck do you know? The line I had to wait in was, I mean, Jeff is busy looking for treasure on his phone. I mean, I mean that that's real main character evidence, by the way. Well, I was here. Obviously, it wasn't the same anywhere else because New I was Year's here. E- yeah, New Year's Eve, you wait in a long line to get Chinese. <laughs> I pre-ordered or, or, or you wait in a long, Or you wait in a long line to go anywhere on New Year's Eve <laughs> to get anything. I pre-ordered the day before and still was an hour late. I didn't complain. <laughs> but I didn't, that, that, that doesn't sound like very good service there, pal. It, it's the busiest day of the year. You expect that sort of stuff. But it was, and only, but it was only busy inside, there. And there though. were dozens of people waiting inside. Everyone said, uh, this place is so delicious, it's worth the wait. Like, they're egg rolls. They invented the type of egg rolls you get here in the Maritimes that you won't get anywhere else. Like, they invented them, I think. And they taste Okay, so they did, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They invented the ty- these types of egg rolls. Next sentence. They invented these types of egg rolls, I think. I believe that's true. Like, when you say you believe that, like, you think that's true because you've heard it from no one and now you're making it up? No, I thought I had read or heard that, but now I can't swear to it, but I'm pretty sure of it. So you're trying to pass uh, off Their egg news. rolls are, are so good. They're so good. And then again, the, the homemade sweet and sour sauce that they use for the, sweet, for the chicken balls, it's like, man, now I want chicken balls. I can't have them. Why not? You can Trying go- to cut back my Chinese food intake. 
by its chicken, though. So it's good for you. Remember, that was your logic. Well, the, well, the chicken is, if I were to just strip away the, the, the batter, the chicken would be great for me. You wouldn't like the chicken balls if you stripped away the batter. You don't, you don't care I had for chicken the chicken. Last night. You don't care That's for the chicken. That's not true. Just last night, I had a healthy meal. I bought one of those chickens from the Costco, ripped it up, threw the skin out, mixed it with some buffalo sauce, and had it like that. I mean, you've... I mean, throwing. Why'd you throw out the skin? Listen, I, I get the skin's eh. not great for you, but if you're gonna get a fucking chicken pre-made from Costco and drench it in sauce, what's the difference? The sauce has no carbs. It's healthy. It's what? all white meat. What sauce were you using that has no carbs in it? It's a buffalo sauce. Are you sure it has no carbs? I looked at the actual label. It has no. It has no carbohydrates. Right. At least you're looking looking at the label now. But. Looking for sauces that have no carbs. That means they have no very few sugars. And that means that they're they're healthy for you. Why would that make them healthy for you? Well, they have no carbs. You've learned nothing, have you? I have learned something to look at the label, like you told me. Try to avoid the sugars. It hurts my brain. That doesn't make it healthy for you. No sauce is healthy. Once you start introducing sauce, it's going to inherently be worse for you. Well, Tabasco sauce has got like no calories. Sure, then use sriracha. Eh, I don't like it as much. Well, that, that also has zero calories. Yeah, I think soya has zero calories too. It's full of salt. And, well, it does, yeah. and, and it does have calories because it's full of salt. Well, salary, salt doesn't have calories. Eh, I think the mix when you had like the, because soya beans would have it. I'm pretty sure soya sauce has calories in it. I don't think it does. You look it up, but I don't think it does. Soya sauce calories. Yeah, 53 calories and 100 grams of soy, soy sauce, which... Take one of those little packets? Yeah. Yeah. One of those is usually good, though, for your rice. I mean, the more the better, right? The more salt you can have, the better. Well, look, I... We've sort of gotten off track here, but I'm glad that Jeff is on my side on the cake. No. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with picking up a cake from the grocery store and bringing it home and, and having it for guests. Does your wife Four approve? Does your wife approve of this strategy, Jeff? No, he's everyone who listened. If you just fast forwarded to this part, you might think Tim and I agree. <laughs> we do not. So you don't you don't buy cakes from the grocery store, birthday cakes, when it's not even your birthday. No, I told you we do that. We can call it Friday. They're delicious. Yes, so they are delicious. White cake, generic, the most generic, low rent white cake. It's a good little thing. It's just not something that's worth, like, saving. When you need it, you can just go get it. The grocery store always has it. The little lady behind that. Yeah, but it was half price, and you can't pass up those deals. It's (laughs) Things that don't go on half price at the grocery store often. If you're looking to make your grocery budget, stretch it out. In a time where groceries are more expensive, look for the half price stuff. That's where the value is. Beat the house as much as you can. Let's How just am move, I wrong here? Let's just move on to the next set of games. So that's your concession to me. That's fine. Yes, uh, that I, I walk around the grocery store every time I see the 50% sticker. I just got to buy it. Why don't you just buy the fucking stuff you need? Well, again, you what kind of life is that? look at the price. You've literally bragged. You don't even look at the price. I mean, that is true. I like just like knowing I'm getting a deal. You're just like, I get what I want. I don't worry about the price. That's what's correct. I don't. What's the difference if it's $5.99 or $4.87? Like, I'm just buying what I want. That's literally Tim. Forever. That's correct. 
But at the same token, I love getting a deal. This is just like when they advertise the things on the front of the flyers that aren't even on sale, but you think that they are because they're on the flyer. That's not necessarily true. If they're on the flyer and they say they're so much off, then that's a deal. Yeah, but against the law to but a lot of the times it doesn't say that it's anything off as someone who worked in the grocery store i know this very vividly they'll ask me where the sale is on chicken i'm like there is no sale on chicken it's like, but it's on the front of the flyer it's like yeah they're just telling you there's chicken here they've made you like, believe that it's off but it's not and you don't even go and check you buy it thinking it's on sale i, I certainly do because then i want the chicken but but you also re- like grocery stores are supposed to be fun people who treat it mechanically are sucking the joy out of life. They're giving you bad advice. Okay, so what have are fun you when you doing, go to the grocery Tim, store? When you need to buy like three or four units of something to get the sale, but you only need like one unit. I do that. Cases of DC, for example. No, but that's something you would use. I'm talking about things where it's like, oh, if you buy three, it's this price. But like, I really only need half of this one box. Yeah, well, that's my life when I go to Costco, basically. Like, I'll buy a big jar of mayonnaise, even though I know no way I'm going to go through all that. But it's just such a deal. Wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be a better deal for you to buy a smaller bottle that you'll actually use that costs less? No, but it doesn't cost, cost that much less. But it does cost less. A little less, but I'm using more than the amount of the little bottle. Are, are but you? Jeff raises a good point. Yes, I am. But Jeff raises a good point. What mayonnaise are you using? That's disgusting. And, you know, I, I use it when I make various types of sandwiches or whatever. All right. You guys ready to move on? Yes. Yes. Being attacked for my mozzarella sticks, even though Jeff agrees with those. Being attacked for my purchasing of cakes to put in the freezer. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, 
thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I wonder if anyone else has experienced this as I am experiencing this today. But once you go out to a really nice place for dinner, (laughs) as I did last night, it is so hard to come home and want to eat any of the food that you have or go look at any food nearby that isn't really like... And like, I just don't want to eat it. I'm like, what I had last night, I had these things called Yukon gold mashed potatoes. And the way it worked right, it's not like regular potatoes that are mashed. Like, these were, like, very silky, and I'm pretty sure, like, butter and table cream was mixed into them, and they were topped with uh, green onions. Like, they were so delicious. And now I, you know, I, I had a steak. I had a Caesar salad, which was made at the table beside me from scratch. Like, it was top notch and like you come home to what you've got in your fridge or the places doing you go i would rather not eat than eat this stuff like i just have no interest and like does anyone else have this experience of like once you've eaten something really nice like at least a day or two after it's like i couldn't even imagine eating this right now i've eaten something delicious i couldn't go back to eating this i like that you had never heard of yukon gold potatoes before (laughs) Oh Wait, no! I'd heard how, of Yukon how, how gold bad, potatoes. But how I hadn't, bad? I've never had the mash. How bad were the mashed potatoes that you've eaten in your life? That you go to one restaurant, they have mashed potatoes, and they're so, like, "There's only so much you can do with mashed potatoes." Yeah. Well, I grew up where we boiled the potatoes whole, and then they were just mashed with a fork, and you had a little salt and pepper added to them, and that was mashed potatoes. <laughs> but I never really cared for them. I can see why. But like these were like like silky and uh, they were really delicious. I have to say, and like that was like again. I'm talking about a ten or twelve or thirteen dollar side compared to this delicious uh, piece of beef that I ate, which was also phenomenal. But it's like you come home and the next day or so, he's like, I would rather not take on any calories and not eat anything because it just can't match up to what I just had. And all I would be doing while eating this other stuff is judging it versus this. Now that maybe this is. Not other people's experience, but like this is the way I feel right now. Like I haven't had a bite to eat all day because I just don't feel like anything is up to snuff. You haven't had anything to eat today? Not a bite. Because I just like I I wanted to have something at lunchtime. And I was like, "Eh, I can't really eat that. I had a much more delicious version of that last night. I couldn't be bothered to have that right now. But what about all of the great things that you always talk to us about? Like mozzarella sticks and popcorn sandwiches. Well, mozzarella sticks are the A, and Kenny confirmed it. And, you know, Kenny, you know, was a chef. He gets it. When, 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 was, Kenny, when was Kenny a chef? At that restaurant. He said that. At that uh, anyway, A1. I mean, that's, one, that's not what he said. Uh, when, we asked, when he asked him if he'd ever been a chef, he said no. 
but okay. And then he said, if you want to say I'm a chef, that's fine. So. Yeah, he has stolen Chef Fowler. Is anyone else going through this experience? Gone through this experience? Where no, most of it, this is why great. you're an insane person. You come home, you're like, I don't want to eat any of the stuff I have now because none of it could compare to what I ate. I think, I think all I would be doing is I, judging it. I, I think it just really speaks to the quality of food you have in your house. I have like nice stuff. Like, no, it doesn't good. sound like you do. I have like salad greens and vegetables, and I have decent cuts of meat, but like nothing compares to what I had. So, like, the way you've described yourself and your experiences over the years, I don't know how to respond to this other than, and I'm not someone that like goes out like a ton, but I have, I guess, but I'm also fortunate enough where I've been to these places almost since a young age where I'm just so, I don't want to say so used to it, but no, it doesn't have that like jarring effect on me after I go to a nice restaurant like how I feel after. Yeah. Nor do I. This is just you going to nice restaurants for once instead of the worst possible restaurants, which you claim are the best. Like that place that just got shut down that you love so much. It isn't shut down yet, and I intend to make a pilgrimage to like, it before it gets you, shut down. So you, you want to go to the war you you just went to the best steakhouse in the city, and now you're gonna go to the and you can't eat anything the day after because it was so good. And then you're gonna go to a place where their steak is fucking rubber. Yeah, well, the thing is, you're going there for nostalgia and the the flavor profile, but not the the actual like. Anyway, yes, well, a couple things. Um, if you were to say um, get a courtesy car, like one of the SUVs you, you think other people should buy, would that make it so much harder to return to your car? Definitely. If I had like, and again, I was mocked for this, but people came to my side. Like, oh, gee, you recommended an Atlas. Oh, you recommended. <laughs> no, you didn't. You recommended. A, you uh, recommend, uh, you recommended. A, you recommended a Bentley. That was one of the ones I recommended. It was the first one you I recommended. Reco- no, I yeah, recommended you should, a you Cayenne. Should get I recommended this an Atlas. I recommended all kinds of different SUVs that would. Be I mean, nice. you've never even driven. Like I said I have an Atlas, and that's the only reason that you bring up an Atlas. But you've never even fucking driven an Atlas. How do you know? I haven't driven it, but I have driven in it. So, it's so a nice car. There was one parked in front of my house the other day. I looked at it closely. They they are it's, nice, but yeah, I would I would I would nice. I would have trouble recommending a car I've never fucking driven before. Well, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> I, you can read stuff up on Consumer Reports or in like the Auto Trader or whatever, and that's all you need to know. Really? How often? Uh, how often do you go onto Auto Trader and read their Consumer Reports? I haven't read anything since I had to print my last purchase. But and, like, and you and you bought the most generic car possible. Because that's what I wanted. <laughs> but we should be, but your recommendations never involve a Toyota Corolla. Well, our friend who has some means recommend, said he would like to purchase an SUV. And I thought to be reasonable, I'd offer him a SUV that I thought he'd like. Here's so a $300,000 $300, car. For the guy, not, I mean, it's not, it's not that much. He, he's like, he, whatever. He, the same guy who has had the same car since you've known him you think he's going to go break the bank on buying an suv i mean i think i recommended some really nice ones some some actual i mean talk about actual luxury cars that's an actual luxury car so i thought i'd recommend i hear they're very nice so jeff have you ever had mashed potatoes that have changed your life 
They're so good. I can't I even love, describe. I love a good mashed potato. I, I know it's bad ba- for you, but ba- it's no. not. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. Give me a great baked potato over a fucking mashed potatoes. Any day I would have said that. I would have said Maybe. the same thing. I like them all. Yesterday. I like them all. I like them all. It even Tim, came out see... in this cast iron little dish. Okay, well, what 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 oh. if you hadn't ordered the mashed potatoes at the restaurant and you'd ordered their baked potato? Do you think their baked potato would be equally as good? I don't know. I mean, I know that the, I mean, I like baked potatoes, but I've had a lot of good baked potatoes in my life. It sounds like you, well, it also sounds like you thought you would have every mashed potato there was to have. And then you had, I didn't think there were, I didn't think there were different types. Well, why didn't you, why don't you think there would be different types of baked potatoes too? It didn't occur to me. Well, because the baked potatoes are a pretty standard thing. You know, you get your sour cream, your bacon, your chives, whatever. Well, you you would. the same fucking vegetable, and it was just cooked a different way in a different style. It and you don't so think that could be, po- but you don't think it could be possible with the same fucking vegetable done it in a slightly occur- different way. It never occurred to me. It this never occurred to me. This restaurant, like, I'm not insulting you and your love of this potato, but I think if you ordered even the Brussels sprouts side, it would be delicious. Like, oh, I got, like I got a- the as- asparagus in a Bernays mm. sauce. It was amazing. This is what I mean. So it sounds like just it's a great restaurant. Yes. Okay, I'm happy you had a lovely evening. Did you notice in the comments last week there are people? Um, no, only you go trolling through the comments, Jeff, <laughs> to fight true. with people. It's true. No, no, I don't fight or to with right anybody. wrong. Yes, you do. You right wrongs. Or you correct mistakes. Or someone told me that I, I I mistook Conan O'Brien for Phil Hartman. I said, "Oh, you're right. Conan wrote the episode. Apologies." Um, did, people I didn't, know what I a didn't, chicken ball is. Didn't I tell you that on the show? Maybe. He wasn't listening. Yeah. People don't even know what a chicken ball is. It's true. That's insane. By, by the way, that's madness. How is that? I know they might eat real Chinese food. They yeah. don't know what the chicken ball is. If you live in the West, you you know what chicken balls are. Right, They're pa- not this a- apparent thing. Apparently not, Tim. Yes. I don't believe. I don't believe it. I don't believe that people don't know what chicken, sweet and sour chicken balls are. I refuse. This is not some obscure dish. From our little corner of the of the globe, if you live in the West, you know what chicken balls are. Yeah, would you include Europe in that? Yeah, they're in the West. Yeah, when, when you were in Europe, did you see a lot of chicken balls? I haven't yet been. Oh, to that's physically. right. But I was to Asia, and I, there were chicken balls at the Hong Kong airport. Was it at Was it at the Was it at the Hong Kong Manchu Walk? Uh no. no. I maybe it was. I don't know what the name <laughs> of the place was. I went to KFC anyway. <laughs> the place that he went to last night, Jeff, is the same place that we had gone to earlier this year when I ordered the Wagyu. And then he came on uh-huh. here telling everyone that, you know, if, if you don't order Wagyu, what are you even doing? You know what he didn't order last night? I, I didn't order the Wagyu. What's wrong with you? It's the I only just, steak people I, should eat, according to you. I couldn't bring myself to, to spend the money. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I wanted to. I just couldn't. You told me you go to the grocery store. You don't look at prices. Yeah, but the the prices are right in front of you on a menu, Jeffrey. That's that's a little different. They're right in front of you on the shelf, too. Yeah, but like you actually have to pick amongst an option. Like It's not quite the same thing. I know what you're driving at. But like, you know, I don't go through the packages of ground beef to find which is cheapest uh, to take home. Like I just pick the first one that looks good. It's not like that with a menu. Exactly. I agree. This is really hurting your Tim Too Rich lifestyle here. 
Tim too cheap? What do you mean? Maybe. I, I, I believe in frugality. I don't know. You just said you don't look to buy the cheaper things at the grocery store. You pay whatever. Well, no. Well, I'm not trying to save a buck or two here or there. I'm going to buy the pack of ground beef or whatever that looks the most attractive. Then, then why would you come on here and say that the only steak you can buy is this steak and all other steak doesn't compare and then you won't even order that steak? That seems worth it. It seems like a value, yeah, it seems like a value play, Tim Too Cheap. Why is so cheap? I, I don't know. Could you I afford just, it? I could. Sure. I could. You should have done it. No. Treat no, yourself, I, Tim. I already was. I got these potatoes for the. They were so good. Too. What's better, the potatoes or the wagyu? Totally different things. It's like they're not they're apples and oranges, but like I have never eaten, and I've eaten a lot of mashed potatoes in my life. I grew up with eating meat, potato, vegetable, like five of seven nights, you know, my whole life. And like they were so creamy and good and like silky. I can't even describe it. It's like I was super impressed. And like it takes a lot to impress me. And I was really impressed. <laughs> Headline Tim, Tim rarely eats at good restaurants, Jeff, is what we're figuring out. No, I, it's so easy to impress you. You're impressed by nothing. You're impressed by technological advances from a decade ago that you just find out about. You're so easily impressed. So, I disagree with your statement. We did have a Twitter, or someone just tweeted at all three of us. MV Freeze Elbow uh, has a, he's staying at the Thompson in Chicago, so shout out to that. Uh, we are happy to offer bath amenities in eco-friendly sizes, Tim, for use during your stay. If you would like to purchase our products, a $50 charge per item will be applied to your bill. So What? Yeah. No stealing. You've ruined this for you, everyone. How do, you, how do you use the stuff then without paying? Because oh, you have the eco-friendly sizes, like the little ones, like the little, little, all little ones, like single shot. The, oh yeah, the, the hotels I, have gone so overboard. Now Tim Tim stole all their products. No, no, but I mean, like every like everything is. I respect the environment, but my carbon footprint isn't big enough where I lose. Oh out. yeah, oh yeah. Of course, of course, Jeff. You know, I think that global warming is real. I think there's a problem, but it's not my problem, is your take. I will say. No, it's you, not my problem. You combat- should get a lot of credits of, 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 of um, you should get a lot of credits. And I'll use my credits on when I go to a hotel. I don't want, I don't want my room cleaned every third day. I don't want my towels not touched. Um, I want a plastic straw. And I'll use yeah. my credits on that. And my, other my, people yeah. can use their credits on their private planes and shit. If we want to tackle environmental crises, and that's yeah, I support that, don't create things that will annoy people as a substitute for the things they had. Like the cardboard straw just makes people agitated and makes you think, Whoever's in favor of this, I'm now against what they're in favor of because I, I hate the straw so much. I got that you. Metal, does, I got you metal does, straws to use. Yeah, but if you're, you're but if you're going to McDonald's or you're going to you, somewhere, you, you right, realize you can bring you, your metal straw with you. You can put it in like your little yeah, pocket. People, okay, but people aren't. Yes, you could, but people don't do that. Let's be serious. Something I've don't almost annoy become people. A, I've almost become a fanny yeah. a fanny pack guy now in some situations. Nice, and, and I joked with my wife. Everyone, once they get to a certain age, is a fanny pack person in every circumstance. I I just want to say, I joked with my wife that 
I think I need a little like a a case and a, a plastic straw. I, I mean, a metal straw. And I got to just leave it in my fan. It's got to come on the road with me. But then I'll accidentally throw it out. So I need like a box of 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 good straws, I guess. I don't I don't know. But my carbon footprint isn't big enough where I need to sacrifice straws. No. How about focusing more on preventing companies from sending huge amounts of pollution into the air and a little less attention on the cup holders and straws and lids that things come with or the plastic cutlery that come with food? If you want to win the battle, uh, don't agitate and annoy people who you could who could be your allies and make them enemies of a cause by annoying their personal annoyance. You know, it goes back to the if wealth of nations, I, right? If make, I want to let that shower run for 20 seconds before I get in, you better believe I'm going to do it. People will always be convinced by speaking to their self-interest and their convenience rather than their sense of duty. Right. It's not out of the self goodness, uh, self-esteem of the butcher or the brewer or the baker that you get your dinner, as Adam Smith says, but from their inter- regard to their own self-interest. It's the same thing here. Don't create products that will annoy people and alienate them and say, well, but don't you feel good that you're doing your part for the environment? That will that will that will be a step backwards rather than a step forwards. I agree with you. I think I think everyone listening agrees with you on that. But I, oh, I don't, see, I don't, I don't think so. No, I think there's a large they, contingent of people all, who say no, plastic straws are wicked. They're they are just they're they're grandstanding. They're they're showboating for points. Clout they're points. winning, by the way. They're winning. Hmm. I miss bags at grocery stores. Those were nice. Oh, oh, totally. Like oh, it's a tragedy. And those got, and if those I got, got run an errand and I don't have a bag on me. And like, those things got f- reused. Those, but that was not a single-use plastic in almost any sense of the word. Everybody, re- almost know, everybody reused them. Do you know what? A this shouldn't bother me, but I feel like such a. I feel like such a. I don't know. It feels so lowbrow to need to like shove a plastic bag in my pocket before I walk up the street to that grocery store that doesn't even offer them anymore. It's ridiculous. Paper bags the worst. I don't mind the paper bags, but I went the other day and they didn't even have paper bags. So I had to buy like two, three dollar oh. bags. I was like, I don't oh. fucking want these. Oh, the worst. Or I had to carry Again. all out my groceries all out my arms like this somehow. <laughs> the worst. Well, and it's the same with paper bags. Like, yeah, it, it, unless they're not completely full, <laughs> you can't hold them by a handle the way you can with regular grocery bags. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, I don't have. Yeah, what are I we mean, doing here? I mean, I don't mind the paper. The paper bags are fine because I just you know, take no, my cart to freaking... take my cart to my car, put them in, and then I'm good. It's, it's the co- carrying them. The carrying them is more awkward. Yeah, but I'm not carrying them. Well, you still are carrying them into the house. I, I can take them in one at a time, Tim, or put two in my. Oh, I don't. Like I, this. I don't know. I take everything at once. Yeah, because you're fucking lazy. No, I just I feel like I should try to get everything at one, in one shot. Yeah, I know, and you can't, and it causes problems for you. So eventually, after repeating the same <laughs> process over and over and over, you think you just wise up. And you you know, also you are, are a party are... of one. Pat Correct. goes to the store, he's buying for four goddamn people. You should see what I come back with from Costco, Jeff. You know how heavy those 32 packs of DC are? So imagine what the guy who has to buy for four comes back with. Okay, 
was I saying that I was buying more no, than him? No, but you're was like I... boasting about your ability to do it in one hit. And no, no, yeah, no, no. He did not boast about his ability to do it in one hit. He boasted about his ability to try to do it in one hit. He can't do it in one hit. And that hasn't occurred to him. That almost always do it in one. No, you don't. Yes, I do. This almost is why you were talking about fucking elevator operators. Oh, it's so annoying. It would be so great to have an elevator concierge who could, uh, you know, take the lift up and down for me. <laughs> That would make my life so much easier. <laughs> so I saw something today, and it sparked an idea in me. Uh, there is a local place that's offering this contest where if you eat like an, a huge pizza, it's, you get it for free. Seven, it's seven pounds of pizza. And you also get like money, and the money donated to a charity in your name. So you even get the money. And it occurred to me, why doesn't... Why aren't restaurants doing this all the time all over the place? This would be such a great idea. If like everywhere, like if, if a Chinese restaurant had like a big massive pyramid of chicken balls that you had to eat uh, in 30 minutes, or if, you know, a sub shop said, you know, here's a 12 foot hoagie that you've got to eat in, in, a, in an hour or so. Why are, it's great publicity. You can give money to charity. People would be desirous to take on that challenge. It would be fun. Why aren't more places doing these types of contests where it's a eat something massive and get it for free and get some money and for charity? If not, then you know you lose and it keeps the the stakes going. It would be so much fun to do. I agree that it is a good promotional tool for like a really low rent place because you see like low rent steak places or bars have this sort of thing with giant steaks that you can come on and eat and you you win and you get your name on the wall or something like that. It really kind of downgrades any place that is trying to have any sort of respectability to it because do you know how much I love to have my name on the wall for that type of credit? You yeah, I understand how much you would like it and you also love like really shitty restaurants. So that would make a lot of sense that you would be really gravitating towards this. But Jeff, he kind got into this with us as we were talking through it he has no idea how to eat a lot of food despite the fact that he eats a lot of food it's really weird like he tim give us your initial strategy for eating the seven pound pizza and you get to do it with another person it's not just you you okay, get to do sure. it with another person sure you're, you're uh, you and your teammate i show up with that with the tank as empty as humanly possible i don't want there to be anything but empty space for the pizza that i'm going to deposit in there See, Jeff, do you think that yeah. is a good strategy or a bad strategy? No, that's strategy? a horrible strategy. Exactly. I know, I know a lot of people have probably had this happen. We're like, you, you really eat so little that you're so ravenous that um, you order, like, so much food. And then, like, five bites in, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're not um, nearly as ravenous or it doesn't have the effect. But I don't think that is a a good strategy. This is all grotesque. And. I feel like I've said it before, but I did this once and my name is on the wall. I don't even know if it still exists. It's Shula's Steakhouse in Tampa. I ate one of those things. And then I, yeah, on a, I was on a trip for Jay's spring training in my younger years. And did you have the tank <laughs> empty when you got there or had you eaten? Three bags of chips and a half a case of Diet Coke yeah, before see, you got see, there. See, 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 apparently see, see, you're see, supposed to do. No, see, this was Tim's two options because we told him like, this is a terrible idea because when you don't eat and you're like starving yourself, your stomach is going to shrink, so you're not going to be able to actually pile in any yeah. of this food. You're going to hit a breaking point, and you're just not going to be hungry anymore, and you're not going to be able to eat it. And then Tim counters with, all right, well, I'll drink a six-pack of Diet Coke and have two bags of chips. It's like, well, now you're completely fucking full. 
Like have a few. Yeah, cr- the carbonation isn't good either. I yeah, don't think it's not. Like, I don't understand that. Have a glass of water and like a, a few crackers or a light salad or something like that. Go talk to Hustler. I think he's like judges some competitive eating. He'd be the man I think you should uh, talk to. Well, Cam would be able to tell us what to do. Why? Why would Cam be able to tell you what to do? He's been in like eating contests, has he not? He's in eating contests like he showed up to shoeless shows and they're like, hey, Cam, bet you can't eat these 70 wings. And he gets drunk and tries to eat them all. That's not a professional eater, Tim. Professional eaters look like my guy, fucking Kobayashi from Japan, who's banned from competitive eating. But he was the best. He was like 110 pounds. It is so rare for Cam to come on that show and tell a story I haven't heard of. But Cam just being a piece of, a dressed up piece of hashish. As the hash man. As the hash man. That was right before he started working at Fantasy as well because i yes, remember when he gave that when he gave the timeline i was like yeah that must have been in that like little window where before um yeah we brought him into fantasy and we so yeah oh my god i died yeah because i remember I, I remember him and gabe like at nighttime twice a week we're doing this like weed show on some weird stream with what seemed to be the sketchiest person in the world and then all of a sudden cam is just working at fantasy and then he was on some site that very sketchy person ran a very reliable deliver door-to-door delivery business ah now that has become legalized now it was pre-legalization yeah, yeah. he's still they, they're still uh yeah I don't know. I feel like um, because I have some of these services, but then you'll get these random texts like buddy left our team and he stole the content contact list and he's starting his own delivery service and you're going to get emails. There's like some delivery service wars going on. Interesting. Now would not have thought that. Although Tim's strategy for competitive eating seems very terrible. Like Tim, I would out eat you in a competitive eating contest. Well, maybe, but it's just like, close. I don't even know if I could do it. I think I could, but I'm not out here to say I'm like a pro eater. Uh, I'm I'm not a pro eater. I love watching eating competitions on TV. Like if I'm flipping through the dials and there's an eating competition, I'm on. I'm watching it. No, I'm I'm in. Thank you. Eh, Not as often as they used to be. Uh, I feel like Spike Spike TV used to have a lot of those on if memory serves. Uh, you know, but uh, those were like, you stop, you watch people like eating a hundred chicken wings or, uh, you know, now, trying see, to avoid a, a reversal of fortune, which now, is what it's called when yeah, a person but it, throws up. But it, happens, it happens all the time. It's fucking disgusting. Like it, whenever you watch competitive eating competition, it's just like watching it when it's, it's so on the cool. challenge. It's not cool. It's just a bunch of people fucking throwing up the entire time. It's gross. It's, it's oh, repulsive. I, I'm How not repulsed by it. The hot dogs and shit. That's gross. Oh, you're just I like that guy. You're, you're, I remember the remember when in like the the late '90s, Jeff, and you could get Jerry Springer too hot for TV on VHS. And there were, the very first one was the guy who was like having beats to women throwing up on him. I think that's Tim. Oh my oh, goodness! Wow. No, what I'm saying you're coming is out. I think it's really and then Steve Wilkos would be there before he coached the Panthers. There's a whole thing. <laughs> I just think it's like, really uh, Jeff the Vomit guy. It's just really hard to eat competitively. And like, I, I just think it's interesting when people do it. And I think it's good publicity for these restaurants. And I think that more places should do it. No, Pat nailed it. It's like a low rent restaurant thing. It's like a wing joint. Like, come so see what? if you can beat the guy's record for Armageddon wings. You want the place where you got that table side Yukon mash, gold mashed potato. 
those sorts of places don't offer these low rent. You're right. Come here, gorge yourself like a you're like right. an animal. A- and the places that you're talking about, the low rent places, a lot of the time can't afford to be putting on these sort of promotions, just giving shit away for free. So it's a give well, and take. Well, make it a, a really make it a really make it a really tough challenge. And there are consequences if you fail. You have to pay for it. Okay. I, I, I just think it's got a- this week. What's that? I hope he's got something else. Hey, listen, we're, like we're a- into week 20 right now. We're, we're running thin here. I'll cobble together a best of, and we'll be good to go. I did have something for him. Oh, yeah. No, almost on the same vein of this, because we were arguing about Tim's favorite Chinese place last night. We were just sending him all the one-star okay, We reviews. weren't arguing about it. You came out out of nowhere with these nasty reviews that you were posting in our chat thread. It came out of left field that not, we weren't even having a chat at that moment. The thread had been silent for a couple hours and you just come right aboard me, uh, like trying to, you know, to commandeer my vessel, like a pirate on the high seas by swinging across with all these terrible, uh, you know, Yelp reviews or whatever, which a are not, they're not consistent at all with the types of experiences I've had there. And B I'm not even sure we're on the up and up. Yeah, it's funny because there was one, the very the reason that it came up, because I read this negative review of the place, Jeff, and the way that they described why they hated it is exactly how Tim would describe why he likes it a lot, which I just thought was hilarious. You're right about that. You're right about that. The it's first like, one was, was like, like, oh, there's way too much sauce on the chicken ball. Oh, you just want to eat dry batter then? That's what you want? Like, get bent. You want lots of sauce on the chicken balls. That way you can pour it on your rice or pour it on your egg rolls or you can pour uh, it on stuff. sort of like health inspection? Like, is this sort of like just a conditional pass kind of place? Oh, yeah. Like? I mean, the, the last place that Tim was big on, it, like the really shitty steak place that he loves going in our region, there's two of them. One of them just closed due to lack of interest. And the other place keeps... It hasn't keeps, closed yet. Oh, it hasn't closed yet, so you can keep going to it. The only one that will now remain open continuously gets shut down because there's mice shit and everything. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Steakenstein? Yeah, that's the place. Yeah, I looked at the menu and I was just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, the $7 steak wasn't doing it for you? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go somewhere else. But Oh, well, I'm, I will say nothing but nice things about those places. But, They've always treated me well. But one thing that I but have... But I'm a loyal customer. You're not. I'm a loyal customer. No, I go to... I go to places. I go, I go to different places all the time to actually try them. And then if I go back to a place, it's usually because I like it, not because I had been there before. Yeah, no, I'm a loyal customer. places where the maitre d' might know them, and it's a nice place. There is no maitre d' at this place, Jeff. <laughs> no, I'm oh, talking about the places where Tim's like... Yeah, the, I get, recognized at, I get recognized at McDonald's during Monopoly. I get recognized at McDonald's during Monopoly. Pat is loyal at places with like a maitre d'. Like, hello, Mr. Mayo. Welcome back. Uh, I mean, I don't really frequent the same places all that often, to tell you the truth. I generally, like, if something new comes up, I like to try that. Or if there's a place I haven't been, I'll go out of my way to go to a place that I haven't been versus consistently going to the same place. There's a few places that I've gone, like, if I know, like, I'm going out with Tim or something like that. Or I have friends in town. I'll bring them to a place that I know is pretty good. But if it's just me and my wife going out, then, you know, fuck, we'll try wherever. I like what I like, and I like to patronize yeah, but you, but the places But you don't know what you like. As soon, as soon as I moved back and we started going to all these new restaurants, all of a sudden these new restaurants have really moved up your power rankings. They were yes, always there. I, I, don't think, I, I don't think I've disliked one of them. I think, I think that I've, I've really enjoyed them. But you would have never gone respect- there, ever. You would probably have never tried not. Prob- probably not. 
But shouldn't that give you an indication that maybe you should be trying some more places? That all of these other places that you went to are pretty good? I, I, I'm nothing against trying new places. Nothing against that. But it's just like, I also do believe in loyalty as a customer. Why? Uh, just the way I was raised. There, there is no loyalty in being a customer. That, that doesn't make any sense. The company should be loyal to you, not the other way around. Well, they, they look, they continue to put out what I think is a delicious product. I mean, is Can it delicious? I tell you? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. I feel bad, but I'm happy at the same time. Literally up the street from me just opened uh, a pizza joint that is like my favorite in the city. Um, even, uh, you know, when um, somebody who does pizza reviews was in town, I think it was his, one of his top Toronto scores, maybe his top Toronto score. Now, does this new place also have a big anti-vax agenda? No, you're talking about a barbecue oh, yeah, joint right. I liked in an industrial part of town that the guy went hardcore anti-vax and that was barbecue. He couldn't Did you have just to throw the sauce out? out? Did you have to throw the sauce out? I never saw the sauce again. <laughs> I don't know what my wife did with it. But the last time we were there, before everything went to shit, I bought like the take-home sauce because I love the sauce. And then when he went on his campaign... <laughs> I never saw the sauce again. Um, but there's this little like uh, Italian guy that's got a pizza joint down the street, and I feel is his name so little, bad. Is his name Little Caesar? No, it's like Divin Div Divincenzi or something. Anyway, Divincenzi. So bad. Hey, I I felt so bad for him that I I I bought a pizza from him last week, even though I wanted the newer place because I'm like this guy's so screwed. And I like this man, and he makes a decent pizza, but he is so screwed because this place just just moved in, and he's in big trouble. Okay, see, I, I, I can see more of it in, like, that is a mom-and-pop shop. Tim is loyal to fucking, like, McDonald's. Well, yes. But, what, what, that's, that's not the only major company I'm supportive of. No, that's the thing. Like, Jeff is trying to support, like, local community, small business, and you're like, I support major corporations. I They have my loyalty for life because I'm a loyal person. Like, that's ridiculous. I mean, if there were mom-and-pop spots, there's a coffee shop that's by my place that's sort of mom-and-poppy that I go to on occasion. On occasion, but you go to, like, Tim Hortons and Starbucks every day. Well, that's what I like. Okay, then there you go. Okay, never mind then. Oh, actually, I really have. I really, have, although I really haven't recently. What? I think I've been to Tim Hortons once in the last two weeks. Well, you live by a Starbucks, so that helps. I live by a Tim Hortons as well. Yeah, but Starbucks is better. Might been to Starbucks twice in the last month, the uh, last couple of weeks. Oh, you're really cutting out on the caffeine, huh? Well, I'm making coffee at home or whatever. Yeah, well, Jeff, the point I was trying to make like ten minutes ago, and I got completely sidetracked from, was around here. The portion sizes are way too big. And then people complain that the portion sizes aren't big enough. It's truly confusing. Like, how much food do people need? People want as much food as possible for as little money as possible. I know. Would you say it's, they're, it's they're like, way bigger than here? Yes. It's like being in America. Like, it's the first thing that anyone, Not like, quite. for America, I mean, it's pretty close compared to, like, Not quite. coming from Toronto to here. Like, it's outrageous. Yeah. It seems very different than, like, 
one thing non-Americans will tell Americans about going to America is just the amount of food that shows up when you order something is fucking mind-boggling. Insane. <laughs> Somewhat, like, I'm used to it. I love going to a good American-like eatery and the amount of food will get put on your plate. But if you're someone that doesn't travel and you're literally just going to the States and you order a meal, they put three meals in front of you. Yeah. Compared to <laughs> literally the serving sizes we get uh, here. And maybe people are looking at like, well, that's the case, Feinberg. How are you so fat? Well, <laughs> Billy likes soda. Um, but yeah, no, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you like the Cheesecake Factory opened here a few years ago. You can go there. You get your American style, uh, you know, portions. Yeah, there's there's a few places where you can go to get giant I'm pro portions. big portions, by the way. No, no you guys shit. Are no, anti no, big no, no shit, Tim. No, no. But you can take it home with you. I don't mind big port. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I, I, just, I think it's, it's actually a weird corner different. to be in, to be pro small portions. It's a very weird corner to post <laughs> up in. You know, and it's yours. You can have it. But I think it's very strange. I'm pro big portions. And if you can't eat it all, take some home. I don't think there's no shame in taking home leftovers. None at all. I just prefer, I mean, what what was the main reason? Like, you're, you're doing a great job getting slim and trimmed, Tim. I will give you a lot of credit for that. But what was the one piece of advice that I gave you off the hop that you started doing? Well, you gave me several pieces of advice. Well, in terms which of... Which I've been trying to follow. In terms of plates. Eat off my salad plates rather than my dinner plates. Because why is which that? Which is what I have been doing. Because why? Because it that? seems like you're eating more because it fills up more of a, uh, the the space. Yeah, and the idea. and the portion is way smaller. Yet guess what, Tim? You're still full. Yeah, like I made one of those bird's nest type uh, uh, Chinese noodles or whatever yesterday. I thought it would be way too small, but it filled up my salad plate. Yeah, it filled up your salad plate, and then you were full. Now, normally, if you had the big plate, you would probably made double and ate double what you had. But oh, turned- well, I usually just ha- I usually have to chug like two or three bottles of water afterwards to feel full. But whatever, I do it. You, you could just wait, and then you would feel eh, full. I, all I, I, all I, I'm I saying just, is that, the, that. The, the reason that I'm not pro big portions, like sometimes, yeah, gigantic portions are hilarious, like at an all-you-can-eat breakfast or something like that. Every now and then, but every meal that you get around here is just, it's three times the meal that you need. And then people eat it, and then they complain that they're super fat. Well, but you don't need to eat it all. You can take but, it home. I don't think anyone's telling you you have to. No, but do you know what it's like to have, like, an entire meal in front of you? I mean, you were the one who said, if you finish everything on your plate, this seems to be a very common sentiment amongst people, is that if the food is in front of you, you're going to eat it. It's the way I was raised. I was raised to, that it's disrespectful not to eat every single piece of food that's why on is your it plate. Di- why, right. is it, why is it disrespectful? Because somebody worked hard to make that meal for you and put it in front of you and show them respect by eating the whole thing. That's sort of, you know. It's, it's such like an 1890s attitude. Anyway, that's the way I was raised. I mean, especially if you were like not eating at home, if you went up to somebody's house, you definitely ate every piece of food that was on their plate. Because again, you're a guest. But uh, that's where we got to start. Anyway, I'm pro big portion sizes. Yeah, Life is okay. expensive. Life is hard. People should get the most bang for their buck. I'm here for that. Again, I'm a man for the people. Yeah. Bang for their buck is fine with me. You I don't have to I eat all. It, you know, I, if I, you're I, that I, kid working. I feel like I'm in the minority with my point of view on this. I, I fully acknowledge that, that most people love big portions. That's why big portions exist, because people love them so much. I'm just saying that people don't need big portions. Yeah, you're probably right, but I always okay, respect... Okay, Mayor Bloomberg. That, I always respect if the guy at uh, 
you know, Dukes wants to top off those fries extra nice. Or when you're going for ice cream and the kid with the uh, scooper, you know, puts a little uh, on top is Cam. Our, our friend Cam. Always. Oh, there are McDonald's. I mean, when you go to those, when you go uh, in like, in person, uh, there were days at those... McDonald's. I wouldn't order certain things if I could see who was working. And I would order certain things if I saw who was working because I knew they'd give me extra or, or wouldn't give me extra. Oh, my God. You can well, just, Cam you can just loves, order, you know, more. work it. Cam would always work the ladies with the ladle at the Chinese, be it the noodles, the chicken <laughs> balls, whatever, you know, work that ladle extra, extra hard. Sure. Why not? I'm just saying that it's unnecessary. And I think it causes problems. I agree. People. I'm not. I'm, you, I'm the best, you call, you call I'm me the best bet show. You ask whether people are pro small portion sizes or big portion sizes. I, I, I mean, did I, I've already acknowledged what, Tim, what did I say? That you think you're on the minority. Although I don't know that you thought that at the start of this conversation. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I'm not you who thinks that every opinion that I hold is the majority opinion. I don't know. You seem to think that your opinion is the majority opinion almost all the time, actually, yeah, no, I would I, say. Yeah. No, I would say that I believe that. I mean, against you, when you make some sort of outrageous claim, then I can. I am very good at differentiating between when I think that I'm right, which I think that I am about this, although I don't think that people agree with me on it. That's two separate things. I'm a very good arbiter of what people think and what people don't think, especially when it pertains to your ridiculous comments. When I was younger, when we went out to eat, the almost the first criterion for my father was what place gave the best portion sizes. And the first criticism of places would often be that they didn't give enough. So that was ingrained in me from a young age. Okay. Places that had like all you can eat salad bars, like all you can eat means all you can eat. It go but see this dovetails lovely with my idea that all new restaurants should be obliged to have an all you can eat oh, buffet stop. of some sort. No, it's true. It, it, again, it's a perfect idea. It's, it's a one perfect of your worst idea. Takes. No, it's a great take. Let's get to the it's next. It's a great one. take. It's not a good. Can take. I actually? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I I have one thing that needs to be addressed here, and I feel like it's so common sense, or sorry, not common sense. I feel like a lot of people have thought about this, and maybe it's even been discussed. But these new modern cars. They're not not even modern. Even cars are probably like eight years ago. They're like um, you're like wearing a signal to people who want to snatch and grab things in the car. When you lock the car, the rearview mirrors go side in. When you don't lock the car, they stay in their position. Oh, and that's anyone, really smart. And anyone can just scope the block and see the cars where the rear view mirror or the uh, side view mirrors are um you know haven't been uh you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. My, my my car does that and it has forced me to it reminds me to lock my car every time i get out of it it is a like a clear state like they literally your car is like wearing a sign that says rob me now i understand <laughs> it is the responsibility of a person to lock their car but i don't think when you lock if i don't lock my car that my car should stand out because it's not locked in a way that locked cars do. Well, I, I'm sh I don't know if there is a way to turn that on or turn it off. I have no idea. But you have the trade-off of did you forget to lock your car and someone's going to break in because they see that or just the chances of someone knocking off your side mirror go through the roof if it's like that. 
It's like 50-50. Yeah, well, I mean, that's exactly the sort of person that I'm talking about. The guy that just texts when he drives the entire time and might sideswipe a whole bunch of cars and knock off their mirrors and just eh, keep on driving. But it's a parked car, it's 50-50. It's a, it's a parked car, it's 50-50. You don't need to stop, Jeff. <laughs> I guess, but I just picture like Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. They can just drive the block and see who's, uh, you know, who's left... Um, who hasn't hit lock tonight? Yes, because there's one set of thieves that were really good at their job. It was the <laughs> sticky bandits. Well, That's how you succeed job. in life. You know, they only got out because there was a prison riot for a second crime spree, which they also got caught in like three days for. I never understood why they just left the kid alone. <laughs> okay, he's got photos of them. This is the thing about two that always got me. Okay, they have photos of Marvin Harry breaking into the toy chest. They are fugitives from the law who broke out of prison. Their photos are everywhere. Why would anyone be surprised that they're at Duncan's toy chest committing crimes? They are escapees from prison. Of course they're out doing crime while they're on the lam. Why would they chase the kid down who put them in prison and fight through the house because he had photos of them when they already had their photos on America's Most Wanted every Saturday for breaking out of prison? Explain and, to me that. And you're the same one who drafted Home Alone 2 over Home Alone in our best Christmas movie. It's a better movie. Really? It doesn't mean it doesn't have it's, a... It doesn't sounds like it's, it, it, sounds it, like it might be full of plot holes. Although it has a plot hole you can drive a Mack truck through. That doesn't mean it's not a better movie. It's just more entertaining and fun. But why do they care that the kid has photos of them? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm tired of people telling me the things that I can't do. Oh, God. It's It's... Like, oh, I can't have a heated driveway. Oh, I can't do uh, cross-country skiing. Oh, I can't do moguls. I can do these things. Uh, I, I think the moguls is the hardest. So I'll say I probably would have trouble with that. But people telling me that it'd be easier for me to do moguls than cross-country ski. I ain't seen that. It was know, me. Hold I, on. I hold, hold, hold on. I, I don't want okay. that. This is not is the there argument. A backstory. Yeah, there's. A, he was having these arguments with like all of our friends this week in our group thread, and I listen. Tim is not designed to cross country ski, just not. Because he was asking if cross country skiing is harder than downhill skiing. I, I suppose it depends on the levels that you want to go at. <laughs> if you go to some top of like super double cross blue diamond, most treacherous, yeah, you could hit a tree and die on the way down downhill skiing. That would make it harder, I would assume. But realistically, you go to the top of the hill, you come down the hill. Cross country skiing, you it's like a, a endurance muscle cardio sport. Not the Tim Andercust specialty, put it that way. But you said I wouldn't get 100, 100 meters. I don't think you would move. That, see, again, that's foolish. Of course I'd move. Like, you could step with the skis on, sure. That's not really doing it. And you glide. You just get some mo momentum going. And like you a, he did, wouldn't have to do some super long distance cross-country. No. Like, I don't... It just no, seems the idea very, that I wouldn't get it honestly meters. seems very leisure. Like it actually yes. seems way more up Tim's alley. Than, have, thank you, Jeff. Have you ever thank been? You. I don't. Have picture. you ever been cross country skiing? No, and I've a big ski family. You know, a lot of winters away with like uh, winter cottages and such like that. And I gave it up to stay home and and watch football. Uh, you know, in my teenage years. No, I never tried it because it just seemed like boring. And you're right. Like we'd family do it. They disappear for out like for like half the day. They'd be on some like a hike, but cross country skiing. I just think like a short distance cross country ski 
excursion is way more up Tim's alley than me picturing like his knees over his belly button as he's doing moguls. Thank you. Yeah, Thank but, you, yeah but, but all he has to do is run into the moguls and then fall down. So, of course, he could do that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like people are like, oh, you couldn't possibly do 100 meters cross country. Like, what are you talking about? I, I don't love to think about all things I can't do. Well, you said that you could do it, and you said, I bet you it's pretty easy. And I was like, no, cross-country skiing is incredibly – if you're on a completely – if you're on some sort of manicured track, but if you just go out and it's like fresh powder that's in there, you ain't going anywhere, pal. Oh, you see people in cities all the time cross-country skiing during a snowstorm to work or whatever. Like, Yeah, you see, yeah you see it all the time, Jeff. You see that all the time, do you? You see that on the news no, every he just, storm. He's talking somebody about like, on just TV a generic this. like clip on the news of like, dude. You always see it. Tim, what about snowshoeing? Wouldn't that just be more easier yeah. up your alley? That, that, sure would, that, would, that would be perfectly easy. I, I'm just, you have no upper body strength. You wouldn't be able to get yourself going. But my leg, for me though, my legs are stronger than my arms. My, so my, yeah, my yeah, legs your, your legs are stronger than your arms. That is true. But my legs are stronger than your legs, and you're carrying two and a half times the weight. But I when, don't know. I, I think my legs are pretty darn strong. I'd get myself moving. I think he could do like a forty-five minute hour. Thank you. Oh, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. I'm. We're not talking about the king's race from the Olympics. I'm talking about like a kilometer or two. Back and forth, very doable, eminently doable. Now, yeah, you, like a big lap around like some property. That yes, exactly. We're not talking about what, exactly, Jeff, what, what, exactly. What happens the first time there is even a modicum of an incline? You have the poles. You use. The you poles just said you have no strength. You're not going anywhere. I have enough strength, and I have the poles. To keep he's myself still going. In his 30s. He's not like brittle. Like, well, this is it, right? Like the, 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 yeah, the guy, just... the guy that can't stand up without limping. That guy. The guy that the guy that the guy that watching football is too taxing on for his body. Well, it can be football can be emotionally exhausting. Yes, okay? it can. You can be drained at the end of a game. You have no energy left. A hundred. Jeff and I are on the exact same page. It is really embarrassing. You've been out watching football all day. You come home. The wife's been great with the kids. And you kind of just want to, like, you don't understand. I'm exhausted. Like, that took so much out of me. A hundred percent agree. And Jeff probably agrees with me, too, that all homes being built here forward, if possible, in cold climate should have heated driveways. Oh, you've got to you got to be able to afford it. I mean, that, 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 gonna... Jeff is is saying the exact argument. No one said that having a heated driveway was a bad idea. Everyone just said it's a fucking waste of money. And I'll tell you this about it. Like, I've got a friend who's building a house and we all call them crazy for doing it because, like, you got to have so much extra liquid to do it. But the heated driveway, it also sort of that part of the project happens closer to the end. And you're already so over budget where, like, I've seen people plan for it and scrap it. Because it's like it's one of the last things um, that you install, and you're kind of all over budget. But if you've got the, the the cheddar, oh my god, yeah, you live in Canada, and if you're building, if you can afford to build a nice multi-car garage house in 2023, I yeah, 
in a nice neighborhood for sure get that heated driveway well, well this that, was if people were saying oh it's too expensive and i understand that it's an expense. it is that's a very fair point but at the same time like what's your health worth what's your comfort worth like not to have to go out but, and shovel. But who's building a custom home who doesn't have like well money. this is it too if you can build your own home you can afford to put a heated driveway well, no then, not, hold, hold on hold on if no. you can if you can afford to build your own home you can afford the extra seventy five thousand to a hundred thousand dollars for a heated oh driveway. Well, you could do it cheaper than that i'm sure really you're sure you hope- how sure are you how, how much do you think like a basic driveway costs because i have go. to i have to replace my very basic driveway yeah probably seven eight thousand dollars I imagine it's like the systems they have under those fancy golf courses, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine what goes into heating the driveway from underground. Well, Well, it's probably like, I would imagine it's like a 20K additional expense, which is not. It's it's way way more than that. Way more. You were told how much it costs, and now you're just choosing not to believe it. Well, also depends how large. If if you're somebody with a really, really long driveway, like some of our friends have super long driveways, it very well might cost. That much for them, but if you don't have a crazy long driveway, uh, yeah, you should have one. Like uh, it wouldn't be super expensive. Like, like a brand new building project on like a lot that you can. I just like. I mean, like you know, like r- shoveling is risky and dangerous, and no one likes to do it. And it's really nice to have that. That's all that snow melted uh, when you wake you should, up. Everyone else is up there shoveling. Just you like sh- saying sh- you should but, only fly first class or something. Like it just it's not possible like it's such a crazy take as also, much as also, I, also jeff just 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 remember cross-country skiing for 45 minutes to 60 minutes easy shoveling your driveway kind of risky well it is love, risky. people who I are healthy love, drop like the, dead every year unfortunately from from shoveling based accidents the alternate tim universe where he drives like a bentley suv goes out for wagyu beef comes home to his heated driveway <laughs> Well, the the whole point came up, too, is that it's a complete waste of fucking money where we are. How many times, Jeff, do you think we've had to shovel snow so far this winter in Canada? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm in, not in the same place. I've had a really light winter. Once. Maybe like three. Okay, yeah, so we're at about probably three here. I'm not even kidding. So what if, let's say, you just paid someone to come plow your driveway every single year. You could pay them 50 bucks. You, hell, you could pay them 100 bucks a go. And you'd have it yeah, left over seventy thousand dollars to your house. You're not adding to the resale. It's it's, value it's harder to sell that house. You realize that? It's not harder to sell. Yes, it is. Hi, hi. I'm Tim. I've never bought a home or sold a home. Let me tell you about how real estate works. Yeah. Why would I want nicer things in my house? What a what an outlandish. Now, thing, I will yeah. say in defense of Tim, if you are like building a house in a certain neighborhood, you sure. probably you do want it where, for where you where where yeah. you live exactly. and you live on the bridal path. Sure. Where I live, nope. people would laugh you out of the <laughs> fucking building. I didn't realize Jeff lived on the bridal path. Don't live on the bridal path. Hey, you live within 10 minutes fancy, of it. That would explain all the fancy ski weekends and Aspen that you were skipping. No, I, I did skip a few, but I don't know. I didn't <laughs> want to be in close quarters with my... You get to a certain age. You don't want to be in, like, close chalet quarters with your family. Uh, Paul, <laughs> anyway, Paul, but, Paul, has, Paul has a comment. I just want to poke holes in the fact that Tim is, like, talking about how people... Uh, have like heart attacks and hurt themselves shoveling their driveway. It's like those exact same people. Imagine they tried to cross country ski. ski for an hour. <laughs> well, no, some people who are perfectly healthy who just overexert themselves and like shoveling is extraordinarily taxing on you. If you're rushing <laughs> to shovel, 
you will do great. You can do very great damage to yourself. Do not rush. There's nothing tough or, you know, masculine or important. Do not rush. Take your time. It's a very, very, very intensive thing to do. You realize it's far less taxing than cross-country skiing, right? Okay, but I'm not saying I can do a super long race in cross-country skiing. You just said you, can do, you just said you could do 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, that's, that's what Jeff said, and I agree with him. I but you also safe. say you need a break every 15 minutes when you shovel. For safety. So on the cross-country trail, there might not be a bench every 12 minutes. I'll bring a thermos with me. You got a backpack on. I'll have a thermos with me. He's adding weight to himself now. Oh, it doesn't weigh that much. What else is going to be in your I've right never, about it? I've never, and listen, congratulations to you. I hear that you've, you know, you've kicked, um, you know, some of the sweets or, you know, you, you've kicked the M&Ms out of your house because. They oh, completely. Broke. There's nothing in my house that's easy to eat. Anything you want to eat here, you have to work at. Yeah, so congratulations to you on that. The one I will say cross country skiing, it does seem like 99% of the people that do it are in incredible the, shape the, the incredibly fit, slender the fittest people beings. on earth <laughs> yeah they're, they're like incredibly slender humans when you see this like train of cross-country skiers heading into their trail there's no one that looks like me in that group i promise yeah they cross-country ski in the winter and they run marathons in the summer but tim also ran i ran a, a half mo- i ran a half marathon exactly so <laughs> We ran, a, we ran a half marathon. He's still wearing the medal to this day. So what we learned from this is that cross-country skiing, the hardest thing on earth, and heated driveway is no good. You see, again, you taking that away from what was being said is why you're going to win most insane at the Custies again. I don't know. Just by bringing up a theory of uh, a discussion of how Jeff understands the Super Bowl led to him laughing uproariously for five minutes. No, that was because of what happened. I was still in a giggle fit because I was confused (laughs) as to what happened before we even started um, recording. I don't know. These are weird. These are weird takes. When you first said, I don't like people telling me I can't do something, I thought that was going like back to uh, like some Derrick Henry related situation. Well, that annoys me too. You can't cross-country ski, Tim. Oh, no, you can never just put on a ski and move one foot in front of the other. That's the hardest thing on the face of the earth. You know, you'd have an easier time splitting the atom than doing that. Okay, if you say so. I feel like you would have an easier time splitting the atom than doing that. You're a pretty pretty technical guy. You're a smart guy. You could probably figure that out. Yeah, I don't know that nuclear. Sorry. I was going to ask if Tim can water ski because his family lives on the No, he can't water ski. If you can't water ski, really I don't think I've never you, really I don't think to you water ski. Why didn't you attempt to water ski? I just never bothered. You can't like to do it. around with tubes. <laughs> you like to be pulled on tubes. Yeah, we have one of these big tubes that you get on, and then you just get pulled around on. I, I far prefer that. It's more fun that way. Cross-country skiing and tobogganing, there's really no difference between the two of them. That's like tubing versus water skiing. I wish we had GT racers. I was a good tobogganer. On my GT racer. We used to have pretty competitive GT racing trials, yeah. like 12, 13 people, especially with people like on the back ready to tackle you and take your head off, and you have to dodge them the entire time. <laughs> I feel like you would not have done well at that. I don't know. I think I'd have been fine. You'd get hit once, and you'd quit. No, I wouldn't. 
Hey, real soft. I played football. I don't quit just because I get hit. You, you played one year of football. Like, you played one year of football when you were like 13. Yeah, something like that. 13, 14. Tim, yeah. what would you rather put into your home? A heated driveway or a swimming pool? Because I'd 100% pick a pool. I would prefer a natatorium, which is an indoor swimming pool. That I would take over a heated driveway. But I would take the heated driveway over an outdoor swimming pool. I don't want to be outdoors swimming. Uh, and you can only use it a few <laughs> months of the year. Oh, I can use it like what? For like three weeks in June, then July, August. How, weeks weeks in yeah, how, how often are you? The, the whole point was how often are you using this fucking heated driveway? Yeah, but what it's preventing me from having to do is worth the four or five times that it's not worth that I don't know because you can double. still pay like you can pay the best the the guy that'll be there before everybody like you can pay even for a higher end removal guy yeah I, I pay my guy that? I pay my guy a hundred bucks and he comes twice he comes before I wake up and then if it snows more during the day he comes back again it's easy. yeah I don't like that I don't like, like that. I'm just saying, why, why, okay, why, why, get... why don't you like that I would rather have be able to flip a switch and it would just all melt for me so you'd rather pay upwards of a hundred thousand dollars rather than paying five hundred dollars a winter well if you had a super crazy long driveway that's different it would become if you have any driveway what's the fucking difference eh, no I, I i don't agree i think it's a nice feature and it adds to the resale value of the house and it, it's a really cool thing uh but would i rather an indoor swimming pool than that yes yes i would then you can swim 12 months of the year your laziness would make that room smell so terrible you know how much it costs to have an indoor pool well, I just, looked, sure I just looked it up. Slightly more. I'm sure it's slightly more than an uh, indoor, an uh, in-ground in outdoor pool. How much yes. do you think it costs? Give me, give me a, a figure. Like to put one in your house? Yes. Is that what you're at? Your, is that what the price you have is, Paul? Yeah. Uh, I'd say twenty-five thousand dollars. No, Way that's more, like you're spending more t- if you actually have like an that's in-ground like to outdoor make the pool. Room. You're probably spending like thirty, forty thousand. An indoor pool. According to the Google, it says about two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, we there was a person who had an indoor pool who lived like down the street from me growing up. When they went to go sell the house, they had to get rid of the indoor pool because no one fucking wanted it. It hurt the oh, resale would, value would, of the house. I would want an indoor pool. They're big mold hazards. There you go. Yeah, no one wants. I don't think people do that anymore. No, they don't. at all. And I can't believe you would rather a heated driveway. And then, uh, sorry, a pool over a heated driveway and just pay someone 500 bucks to clear your driveway. Well, first, I'm not going to use an outdoor pool very much. <laughs> I mean, let's, let, let's face it. You're not going to use an indoor pool very much either. Oh, no, that's different. And then I'm not outside where I have to deal with the weather and this getting that and the other. And, you know, I have to be like outdoors. I get to be inside. Uh, I get to c- control the climate that I'm in. I get to. You know, I get to swim indoors, which, you know, is, is really nice. I don't know. Just, of course, I would use it. I'd use it every day if I well, had Well, I assume it'd be an, a heated pool outdoors. Oh, and... yes, even still. Like, you still have to be outside. And then I'm just saying, if I did, like, put an extra 80K into a um, luxury, I would definitely pick a outdoor pool over a heated driveway, like 100 out of 100 times, living, even living in Canada. That's an interesting poll. If you had 80K and you had to spend it on a luxury item for yourself, what would you spend it on? Because I can still spend 500 and have the guy here first. I agree. I, don't, I still don't have to clear my snow. That's the point. I'm still not clearing my snow and I have a pool. 
I don't want a pool is the thing. I don't want the heated driveway either. I think I just spend that money and divvy it up and have some net jets and fly like private places. I think that's a better. So use you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want a heated driveway. So you're opposed to heated driveways. I mean, I don't care. I mean, yeah. Okay. If if you gave me no cost involved heated driveway versus non-heated driveway, yes, of course, I would want the heated driveway. That's not okay. What that, are we arguing about? Because we told you that's not reality. You seem to think that it's just super easy to install, super cheap. Yeah, you might as well just have a heated. Dri- Why don't people have heated driveways, Jeff? Well, I, if you can I don't afford get to build it. your own house. I feel like you don't understand the cost of anything. Well, it would be cheaper to put it in while you're building it rather than afterwards. Sure. Yeah, you you know what? You it. know what? That is correct. It would be cheaper to put it in while you were building it than replace a driveway and then put it in. You are correct on that. You realize that houses vary in how much they cost to build, right? Of course they do. No, I don't, I don't think you know that. Yes, I do know that. I'm not do, a moron. Do you? Well, you just said, if you can afford to build your own house, you can afford a heated driveway. That's not true. Eh, what's, that, what's, what's tacking on an extra 30K going to do? Like Jeff said, you're running over anyway. Like, you no, might I, well I guess, okay. Sorry, might get it, you might as well get your dream home the way you want it. Hey, I'm if Tim. I, I've clearly never applied home. for a mortgage. <laughs> but I guess this goes like everything with Tim. Like, if you're building a luxury home, then maybe you have a heated driveway and a pool. But I don't know. Like, is Like, do people... Like, do people custom build from scratch, like, how do I put, not developers, but just normal people build custom homes? Yeah, my grandfather built That a, came off really my, weird, my, I mean. My grandfather, like, bought a plot of land on a lake and built himself a cottage. Two-story cottage, around, like, 2,500 square feet. He built it all himself. Yeah, that's awesome. I would love that's to awesome. be able to build my own house. I have plans for what it would look like be amazing i'd have a sunroom that's a necessity a sunroom that faces east like old uh, wendy's restaurants yes 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 that is exactly what i'm thinking yes that is a fantastic comparison if i could live in a wendy's in 1993 i would do it in a heartbeat that was the coolest layout of any restaurant. And some of the DQs uh, later on followed that exact same model of having the big solarium dining room. But yeah, Wendy's like was the OG of that. And anytime we went to Wendy's, we always sat in the, uh, in the sunroom. Yes. Hell yes. That was amazing. Oh, my God. That is such a flashback of nostalgia. Thank you, Jeffrey. Definitely have to have a solarium in my house. Honestly, my house would look a lot like the Clue house. Wasn't that just a giant mansion? Yes. I'm not building a little tiny home here. I'm building a house. I'll be honest. I think if I got to have any like luxury that was somewhat within reason, although it's still expensive, at this moment in my life, I, I might pick a golf simulator. I was going to say like, golf sure. sim- Yeah, golf simulator. How much do you think a golf simulator costs? Tim? The yeah. real good ones? Yeah, like not the ones that, that say, uh, like... 50K. That's probably Maybe, too much. I, that's, I think that's more than the cost, actually. Oh. Like, what would you it rather, does seem what, like what would you rather half, have? Half a heated driveway or a golf simulator? Yeah, golf simulator. But I, I mean, I, but a, golf simulator. I'm yeah. one of these people that, I mean, I'm, I don't have room. I've got two young kids. The basement, I guess, is theirs. Um, for the Get a variance and build an add-on. 
Yeah, of course. And at the indoor um, pool. But I am of this hope when I'm ready for golf simulator that like the technology has come so far along that it's like just gets exponentially cheaper as we as we keep going every couple of years ahead. It will. Yeah, I, I, I know someone who built their own, like they got all the separate pieces and put Rick it in Gaiman? their garage. No, it wasn't Rick. Uh, it's, it's like someone who lives around me. And he was able to cobble it all together for like six, seven grand, but he knew how to get all the machines to talk to themselves. He had the space for it, installed everything himself. Uh, something that none of us would be able to do. I, I could not do that. Like I have the space for it right there. Just put a big golf simulator up on the wall right there. Move the desk back and boom, we could do it in the office. That'd be sweet. It would be. You're not invited. Yes, I am. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> so there's a burrito place by my house. And the place closes at 730. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I know. So if I show up at like 725. Oh, my God. And I intend to eat my burrito in. Uh-oh. Is there a problem? Now, let's yes. say I leave a deep Yes, yes. They're very clearly a problem. Because they're going to use that time once closed, like clean the floors or whatever. And it's like, if I give a good tip, is there a problem with me yes. coming and eat? Because it seems to me the restaurant is open until 730. How much is your tip? How much? 30%. Fucker. 30% on your $10, so three bucks? Seems to me that if I come before it closes, and I'm not going to bother them. I'm not in anybody's way. I'm not going to prevent them from cashing off. I'm not going to prevent them from doing their end-of-day prep with the vegetables and the meats, and I'm not going to prevent them from cleaning the floors. I'm just going to sit in the corner and eat my burrito until I'm done, and then I'm going to leave. Is that a problem? In my mind, it's not a problem. Wow. But I'm curious as to, you know, it was going through my mind last night. I was like, gee, should I be doing this? Yeah, if, if put it this way. If even is an inclination to you that you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing it. I'm I'm well, I, I, you walked in, I would tell you to fuck off and leave. Yeah. Well, then I would that... call the manager. <laughs> it's probably the man. A place that's closing at 530. 7.30 feels like it's owner-operated. Yeah, and then Tim Andrew would take to Google reviews to leave you a one-star. Well, um, just I don't want to be treated like that. Well, the maybe seven... maybe you should treat them with a modicum of respect, too. Well, I'm not showing up after hours. I'm showing up before. Just but you, like, you want, have but a right you, to but you want thing? to you want to stay there after hours? I'm not going to be that long. Can I ask you a it question? Closes, when it you closes, when it closes you at 7.30, and you want to stay there past 7.30. To hassle anyone within, like... 20 minutes of a place closing and you're not going like in and out immediately just in bad form what well, that was that seems my... arbitra arbitrary when you got there were they already like cleaning up no they were the, the people were leaning and talking like were they already sort of cleaning up the toppings area and because i've been into one of tim's favorite restaurants a subway before and it's so intimidating you're like there 12 minutes 15 minutes before closing and they're essentially like already cleaning out the toppings and i like i don't want to be here like i'm bothering you i'm a weirdo i i know it's weird of me to leave and not force them to cater me but i i, I well i'm not I forcing left. anyone to cater me they're open until 7 30 well, 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 are you a regular customer are you regular customer 
What's He's, regular? I like to go there every two weeks or so. You, you like to brag that, you know, the people at the fast food places, you know, know you. and Oh, well, those you. people know me because I go used to go every single day. Yeah, I say it's bad form. If a place says they're like a, a place that's closing at 730 is probably so anal about it. Also, I would assume. Additionally, they're not getting paid past 730. I hope you know that. Like they might have to stay. Sure, but they're also not locking. They're not locking the doors and walking out the door at 730 either. I don't think I'm preventing them in any way, shape, or form from leaving when they would have already left. Do you want them to lock the door at 730, but you can still be in there? It feels mom and pop owner operated, like a burrito place that closes at 730. It's it's weird hours. Certain days of the week, it's later than others. But anyway, last night, 730, I'm thinking, you know, should I be here? And I was like, you know what? No. I ordered it before time. You know what? Like, I'm going to... I gave I'm a tip. Gonna... I'm not causing any ruckus. What was the last time uh, you gave a 30% tip, by the way? It has been a while. Why didn't you just go home? It's a burrito. It's How I like to eat it hot and fresh. It's by your house. How long would it have taken you to get home? Two minutes? Eh, five. Bye. By the time I get upstairs into the apartment and then unwrap it. and you know, Yeah, probably five minutes. But you know what? I prefer to eat in when I can. I then don't go, like to bring go food. earlier. You just have no respect for service workers. I was at the gym wow. and I hadn't finished up yet. What are you doing? Are you like cracking out a book, a newspaper? Like what do you I use to? my phone and I read. I'm usually on a subreddit reading some Reddit that amuses me or on the Twitters. And I'm like, I'm not causing a mess or a problem. They, they can do all their cleanup. They can do all their prep. I'm not preventing it in any way. Boy, they have to clean. And they're going to get out of there. What the- time are you out of there by? I think I was out of there by 10 to 8 at the latest. Oh, my God. You oh, say 20 minutes not... past closed? <laughs> yeah, maybe it was quarter to, but I think it was closer to 10 to by the time I got out of there. I would have said if you're out of there by 740, to me, that's totally legit. But yeah, maybe 745. Because they oh, can't. Five more minutes. They, We're splitting hairs at that they, point. They can't. I, I just, if you're going somewhere at 725 to order food and it closes at 730, you're fucked to begin with, pal. Well, I'm hungry, and it closes at 7.30, and that's what I want. Maybe you should have planned it a little bit better. And look, I was go, at the gym, go, and go I get wasn't a burrito, breaking... Go, to, go get a burrito somewhere else. But I like this place. Well, have you tried all the other places? Eh, I've tried other places, but this place does it the way I like. Well, And I'm sort of a snob about my burritos. Yeah, you're also a snob because you don't consider the poor time of the workers. Well, no, I gave a good tip. You didn't. You did. You, I asked you when the last time you tipped thirty percent on anything was, and you said it's been a while. So obviously you didn't before do it before yesterday. Yeah. No. So how much? How, how much was the burrito? Fourteen, thirteen bucks. Was no, it a cash tip or a virtual tip? The debit tip. You make sure they notice. Like here, here's your, here, here's your three seventy. I'm gonna stick around. And oh yeah, you also have to wait for me to leave so you can clean the table. I'm just fucking eating at. I wasn't making a mess at that you, table. Really? Oh, really? You don't think they have to clean when you leave at the end of the night? At How a table long that does was it just take in use? to clean a table I'm at? As I'm long as you have to fucking sit there and they have to wait for you All to right. finish in order to, like, this is so ridiculous. Then they should you know, have a sign up saying, I, I no just orders wa- past 7.15 then. I want to play devil's advocate for Tim for a moment. In that if he could be out of there by 7.45, no. yes, you're delaying that cleanup by 15 minutes, but he can start cleaning somewhere else like yes exactly like, i, I like don't think they get has, out any later he can still like work his rotation just maybe 
flip one thing around until this customer who's lollygagging and shouldn't be here leaves while he's reading his Reddit. If the store closes at 7.30, you better believe they probably don't leave on a routine basis till 8 o'clock. And I haven't delayed that in any way. It's closed. You're in there. Get the fuck out. But I was there before it closed. Oh, so you're grandfathered into the closing time? I actually think that I am. No, you're not. (laughs) It's closed. Like, there's a time that they're open until. And if I'm there before they're closed, and I want service. Grocery stores in, like, some big box stores like a Walmart, they do go by the grandfathering in process. Of course they do, because I was there before the door closed. It's like if you go on election day. If you're in line before the polls close, you have the right to vote. But mom and pop, owner-operated... I don't know. Closing at seven thirty, like that. They want to turn so away in- my. Bu- they want to turn away my business. If it's mom and pop operated, isn't there even more incentive to have every customer possible in this marketplace making a purchase? Like I remember that I was treated well last night. I'll be back. Okay, so good. Uh, you know what? I don't really hate it, but twenty. Thank you. Staying till seven fifty seems like you really. Well, I'm not going to rush. I'm not rushing my burrito just to get out. <laughs> but the just because they're cl- just because they're closed. <laughs> I'm not rushing. But I mean, I'm not I'm taking undue time either. It takes me about 20 minutes to eat a burrito. How does it take you 20 minutes to eat a burrito? <laughs> well, I don't snarf it down in five bites. I take my time about things. He's reading his his Reddit on the. I door. am reading and I, yeah, I am reading. He's, he's like, he's, what are they going to do? With... Eating his burrito with a knife and fork. No, I don't do that. But on I the... do. No, I don't do that. On the topic of tipping. Because, you know, it's always, you know, delivery guy, you tip, comes to your door, the the food delivery. Why have we been able to, have we gotten away with not having to tip like the Amazon guy? And should we be? No, we we could do, we could do with a lot less tipping, I think. We we have tip for everything. I actually think we could, yeah, I I feel the same way. Like, this store, this burrito place is a good example. Like, should I be tipping someone who makes my sandwich for me? Well, if you want them to like leave you don't the tip store, when you do take if, if you, yeah, if you want to eat there when it's closed, then probably. Well, like no, 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 fair enough. But like you know, growing up, no one tipped at Subway. You don't tip at Tim Hortons. You don't tip as a rule at Tim Hortons or McDonald's. Like, no, where I, is the line I, where I, it's appropriate I, or not appropriate to tip? I don't know. I, I actually have no idea where the line is anymore. But why am I tipping the guy delivering my food? Is that going back to the the guy running like doing the car rounds? But I'm not tipping the guy. That's a fair point. Who's carrying like a big box to my not like a huge or heavy box, but I don't know. It's more than a pizza, but I'll happily. Tip You're right. Pizza if guy. someone delivers my couch, I don't tip them. But if they deliver me Chinese food, I give them a tip. I don't know why I do that. Well, I definitely grease the guy, give, bring the couch to bring it where I need it, though. Oh, yeah. They yeah. do that anyway. A C- couple extra on that. But I, I think it, yeah. it, it's really different depending on what culture you're from, too. Like, I know, it's always best to research, like when you're traveling, of what the tipping culture is in the place that you're going to go. Because, like, you know, when I was in Europe, like, you don't tip anyone. And the tipping culture in Canada, even versus the U.S., while it's very similar, isn't quite the same because... Everyone, especially like service workers in restaurants or bars in the United States, really need they pay those people like two dollars an hour. Like they make all their oh, money yeah. on tips in Canada. Like everyone gets minimum wage plus the tips in those places. So I, it feels like the tipping <laughs> shouldn't be equivalent, although it does seem to be. And most of these places, especially like you mentioned, Subway, I always just hit zero and no tip for stuff like that. But basically, since the pandemic started and everything went 
virtual and cashless, everything just props up. Like, what's the minimum tip you can leave? Oh, 18% on every purchase. Yeah, I've like, noticed that on a lot like, of really? things. You're going to go out of your way to put the zero down. And like, I don't want to put the zero down, but I'm like, I'm wondering if I'm like, if I'm at Subway and I put a good tip, am I going to get an extra meatball on my sub maybe? No. Are they going to make sure they look what, at, or am I going to like. They're not going to look after uh, you at Subway for leaving a tip on anything because you pay after the shit is made. That is a good point. That is a very good point. So I'm thinking more like the places where you pay first. Are there a lot of places that you pay first? Yeah, quite a few off the top of my head I can think of where you actually do pay first. Like, like you, these aren't fast food, but they're like fast order restaurants that some people take out, some people eat in. Like they're not like the classic fast food, but they're at the same time like not a traditional sit-down restaurant either. Well, what what has happened, Jeff, is that because it's no different than when the person at either like Whole Foods or whatever supermarket that you go to and you talk to them, they're like, hey, would you like to donate $2 on top of your bill to whatever, whatever, whatever? Or that pops up on your self-checkout screen. The tipping on the machine, once you get it at these places where you're not normally used to tipping, I think people are too cowardly to say no. So it's just yes, extra, absolutely. It's, they it, are. it's just extra money for the restaurant. If it was me and I was doing it, I was running the restaurant. I would most definitely have the, the tipping up there with twenty percent as the minimum you can buy. Because some people have too much pride to say no. Agreed. So you're just fleecing them. Like I say no to these things sometimes. Do it you bother me? Do you say no sometimes? Like it depends what it is, right? If they ask me. At McDonald's, if I run a round up my order for the McDonald Ronald McDonald Charity House, yeah, sure. What's fifty cents? It goes to a good cause. When is it not a good cause? Like it's all just a children's. Well, sometimes it, well, hospital. no, because sometimes it's just a tip. It's not for charity. And at, and like if you're at if you're at a subway, what do you suppose the chances are if I leave a four dollar tip that the owner isn't just taking that four dollars and none of it goes to the employees? Well, I. I I actually think there's probably a reasonable chance that it's sure? not just completely stolen by the employee uh, by the by the owner. Yeah, I am I am positive that there's more places, maybe than maybe not than not, but there's a high percentage of places that are just pooling that money for themselves. Maybe but that seems like theft. I I don't know how often that's happening. Well, is it theft? I'm sure. Don't doubt don't doubt that it is. I suppose, but then. All the more reason to tip in cash, I suppose. Yeah, like to tip in cash, at least you know the person would get it. Like, is it theft, though, if you leave a tip on a subway transaction? Like, isn't that technically the owner's money? You put it into the machine. Yeah, but you everybody knows why you're leaving a tip. You're not leaving a, a, a tip for the person who owns 17 subways in the city. Sure, but I don't think They're that's... They're doing all right. I, I don't think that's explicitly stated by law. Like if you I did, don't if, know. If, if you didn't I don't pay, know. If you didn't pay that money out... I don't think that you could be thrown in jail for stealing people's money. I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. But that would be I don't my, know. like first thought on it. Paul, you had something to I say? I don't know. Forgot what it was? All right. So, Tim, stop staying in places that are closed. Well, no, Jeff's with me. If it's 15 minutes or so, it's fine if you're not if you're not causing problems. I'm sorry. The entitlement brothers over here just want what they want, right? doesn't matter about No, look, I actually think that there's a big difference between like going to a restaurant where you're going to be given a complete meal and it's going to be like an extra hour plus and they have to serve you because you got there before closing and like 10, 15, 20 minutes extra and that doesn't delay anybody from getting out of there. On their at their usual time, if you got there early, I actually think there is a distinction to be made there. 
If you go in that late to order food, get the fuck out of there. Just take it to go home. <laughs> Eat it in your car. Well, that's that's your opinion. I don't want to do that. Well, it I'm is just... pretty pretentious to be like, I will not. I'm going to go here beyond your times. I forbid to be rushed. Well, I'm not going to be rushed. I did spend my money on it. No, no, I'm allowed to eat there. They have tables. Wait. I'm not going to be like there for an hour. I'm going to be there for like 15, Wouldn't it be uncomfortable eating there while the like employees giving you the stink eye the whole time? Not at all. Because I'm not doing anything that that's worthy of. I mean, if they want, uh, no, it doesn't. That doesn't bother me. Jeff, do you think that Tim would notice if someone was standing around giving him the stink eye? Or would he just be reading Reddit on his phone? Probably not. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the props for the Super Bowl that we're going with here. I do want to oh, make. Oh, God. Oh. How it... dare you? Oh, it's, it's a normal can, not one of those giant but... cans like Tim used. Oh, and it's a, it's a mini one to No, it's you not mini. That's a re- that is a regular can. It's not a king. You're a monster. It's not a king size can. Oh. Mini can, see? It says right there, mini can, right on yeah, the box. I want you to know, Tim, I was, right at on the the, box. I was at the grocery store, and these are in, like, full position Of course now. they are. Of course they're, they are. They're in full position. They are let. They know it's a party week, and as, uh, it was flattering to see Justin Herbert as one of, like, the six players on the Frito-Lays chip. Yeah, so was Tua. Maybe, but that, okay, fine. Fine, you're Don't right. Don't worry, I noticed it too. Don't you worry, I noticed it too. It's a step for me. I'm not usually on those sorts of things. Period. Um, but but yeah, the the the, the normal size can is great. It it it's great for the parties. So Stop and the, they're Stop out in it. full force. The box literally says mini on it. Yeah, but they're they're positioned like I this think is... I still have a case of DCs for the Super Bowl. You no, do? but they're positioned. Tim, they're positioned in the store like this is the can. We oh, want I'm aware. This buy. is what I've been claiming. This is what I was complaining about a month or two ago, and it's an outrage. It's an absolute unmitigated disaster. If I were there and saw it, and like the manager were there, I would complain <laughs> to the store manager. Why is this out here? I could see you changing the shelves, like putting the head, like doing all the pallet lifting. Like I would be upset, and I'm I'm upset just thinking about it because it just confirms what I already believe that there's no respect for the fans who drink the normal size cans. Instead, it's all trying to you know preach the product to the Johnny come lately. Oh, I'm just going to have my 230 mils so I feel better about myself. No, Get a, a real can like a real person. No, it's a great little squish of soda. It's a great. It's a perfect it's amount. Trash. It's, a, trash. it's an ideal amount of soda. Trash shouldn't be allowed. Paul, go to the go to the wide shot for a second. Can you pass me that box over there that a uh, Cody Locker, so lawn car, sorry, sent this in as a present for Tim. So Tim, Paul has your flat of DCs here for the Super Bowl, which he paid you to stop cursing. The, you can walk in front of the camera. That's all good. It's okay. Happened before. It's it's a no no. I don't need the DCs. I need the box. The one that says. Yeah, his flat is right there. Yeah, that's in the back end. It's right to your left. It's a box. It says fragile on it. It's literally right next to you. That's it. A, a gift was sent in from a listener, Tim, for you. Oh, no. So you have something that you can use on Super Bowl. It does come with qualifications, though. Dear Cust, I gift you 
my my Batman. (laughs) I gift you one of my Batman Forever cups as a peace offering. I have two conditions. When this is worth millions, as you predict it will be, I will be allowed to buy fractional shares of my cup back. Two, don't say anything good about the New Orleans Saints. Don't let your dad throw this in a way one way. Bye-bye, Cody L. Wow. That is so sweet. That is so sweet of him to offer. I, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Now there is <laughs> Thank a, you. Now there is a funny story about this because Cody tried to send me one before, but the moment that he put it into the box, it shattered. <laughs> oh. But he had another one. And so really, he's trying to give me two, really. That is so nice. Uh, Yeah, I really don't have any opinions on the New Orleans Saints either. So he's lucky about that. Super lucky, I suppose. You can probably drink one of those DCs that has your name on them out of the Batman Forever mug. Well, no, not with my name on it. They're probably gone stale now. But, you know, I don't mind taking a photo once. Pop goes stale. It does. You Uh, You wouldn't drink that? You wouldn't drink your cust? Branded no, but Diet Coke. I, I have no bottle? problem with you taking a photo of me on Super Bowl Sunday of me drinking DC right out of that mug. I, I support that. What if so? Do you want it to be filled from the bottle, like the glass bottle that we have, or one of your king size cans? Stop, first, king size cans. You don't even know what you're talking about. Coke doesn't make king size cans. That's a Pepsi thing. There's regular cans of what Coke makes. Well, no, make the slender cans too, which are also kind of neat. What what you call a regular can is a king size can. We've been over. No, it's not. There are actual cans. Again, this is all gaslighting to the highest degree. Jeff brings up the GD box that says a mini can on it, and I'm told, "Oh, those aren't mini cans." Yeah, but that's Pepsi. You're saying, but those are are King's cans. But those are Pepsi. You just said that Pepsi also has King cans too. Which are like the size of like like they're like seven hundred milliliters. Okay, I'm don't I, tell I, me. I'm just I'm just I'm an expert call, on this. I'm just okay? calling them king size cans. We call them jumbo cans, giant cans, just whatever you want. to Regular cans, regular cans. No, the regular That's cans are, are the regular them. cans are the ones that the size that Jeff had. Those are the popular ones. Je- says they're not popular. They're so unpopular that they've got to put them in the front of the store next to Justin Herbert to sell. <laughs> well, based on your logic with every other product, if they're at the front of the store, that means they're really popular. Now that has been your argument for every other product. They're ever. trying to make them pop. They're trying to make them popular. Because people like me see things at the front of the store and buy. Did you stare down Tua on the display or what? Yeah, I looked at it for a moment, annoyed, and I was like, what are you doing there? <laughs> so this is real mini because, you know, it's not the real mini ones because the season itself is over. But I've started to shave with one of those old-timey brushes. And let me tell you, it makes all the difference in the world. One of those brushes, you know, that have a handle with the like the horse hair or whatever that you rub around in the, in the soap. You don't get your hands all gucky when you're shaving. You can paint your whole face with this brush. It leads to much better, smoother shaves. You use better soaps than that cheap uh, you know, uh, shaving cream that you're, you know, the Barbasol you're taking off the shelf. <laughs> Just here to give you some advice. That, like, if you can buy one of those old timey shaving brushes, like it makes a world of difference to your happiness. Are you talking about like when you go to the barber and they shave your neck and they pull out the thing and then you're talking, you're not talking about like shaving with it. You're talking about spreading the shaving cream with it. It's like what you lather the shaving. Yeah. Cream on it's one of those handheld brushes. Yeah. Those big brushes and you like lather your face with it. It does a great job. Well, thanks. 
And uh, that's a great tip. The other thing, well, I was going to give you that tip. I mean, we were. I was going to ask. I mean, you sort of like gave it out to the public last night. I see. So it's sort of no longer a surprise as to whether I was obligated to. It, it was a snowstorm here, and if I were to order takeout, what are the rules with tipping on snowstorms? And you think it's one hundred percent? Based the on the more I thought about that, the more I think that's a ridiculous take. All right. Well, what do you think, Jeff? And to put some qualifications, we had a, like a blizzard here overnight that Tim didn't have groceries and didn't feel comfortable enough to drive three minutes to go to the grocery store. The police outside. said not to be out on the roads. Okay. So Tim must be down so bad because sorry. <laughs> because I feel like when this situation has come up before is why he's confessed to he's eaten like two sleeves of Oreos for dinner or just bacon bits because he cited a blizzard. Um, so he nothing. must have been he must have been barren. <laughs> like we're talking about nothing but condiments in the fridge. I mean, you once ate a bowl of bacon of, of processed bacon bits as a meal. That did happen. That that did happen. That was a long time ago. Like, wouldn't this that be? Did happen? I mean, do you still have that half off frozen cake in your freezer? I ended up taking out some cream of wheat and boiling and making that, and throwing some old raisins in it. And that's what I had for supper last night. It was a bowl of cream of wheat with raisins. A so false oatmeal. Yeah. Less fun. Paul. Oh, certainly less fun. It wasn't a party. Paul, Paul hey. has uh, Paul has something to chime in here. I think if you order off of Uber Eats, like those people are not forced to work at that point in time, so they want the work whether there's a blizzard or not. I think it's just common courtesy. It's not like it's not like Cust is ordering a two hundred and fifty dollar meal and then matching the two hundred and fifty bucks. He's trying to order like a burrito for eleven bucks. No, I was going to get bucks. some Thai food. I'm okay. not doubling that though. Okay, so oh, I'm so, I'm I sorry, would... Tim. You can't you can't spare the twenty bucks. We know you can. I don't want to. Well, I'm sorry that you I, you're to... too scared to leave your house and you want someone to bring it to you. It just sounds right. The authorities right. recommend that you Hold don't on. leave your house. You got to go just a couple things. I think there's a couple like fair rules. Maybe you must like for etiquette order something that might not even be nearly your favorite or what you're craving, but something that's close by. So this guy might not have to go a long time. I totally agree with with Tim. In the Uber economy, they're no, they know exactly what they're doing. If they're out there, they want the surcharges. It's like the same guys that are working New Year's or Halloween night or or whatever that bullshit is. So it's an economy that's aware of this. But it goes without saying you must just I don't think tipping 100 percent, but tipping above and beyond, I think, is is but, common courtesy. But you're for I, I tipped you're, above you're, and beyond. La I got I tipped above and beyond last week and I was chastised you, did. you tip you give him fucking three bucks 30 percent uh yeah but the that's why that's why i say because what whatever exactly. you're, whatever you're getting isn't super expensive that's why it's a hundred dollar that's why it's a hundred percent match on this to I make it like passport, yeah yeah if it's gonna be yes. 15 bucks give him 15 bucks give him 10 bucks then not not be like oh i'm tipping big i'm tipping 30 percent. here's your 275 like fuck off I agree with Pat here. When you're ordering something that's ten bucks and you think leaving two seventy five makes you a big shot in a snowstorm, you're not. You're right. That's probably got to be like seven, six. I, I don't know. Double that. Yeah, at least I think. And, and we know. Oh, that that's highway robbery. I won't pay it. Well. <laughs> 
we also and know. You don't have to. Hold, hold, on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you mentioned that in like the Uber, DoorDash, whatever it is, economy, that they are they're actively out there, and I do agree with you on that. I would still tip them really well if they came to my house. But we all know that Tim doesn't use Uber Eats or DoorDash or Skip the Dishes. This is true. So the person that's going to be delivering whatever he brings is an employee who is at the restaurant already that now actively has to leave. They're, they're there until whatever time their shift is over. So they act, they wouldn't have to go do anything. They still get paid for being on the <laughs> clock, for being out there. So that argument doesn't hold any water to me. I mean, I it's want, true. I was not going to use... Not to be on Team Tim. Um, that was a bad look. That's it. You, you think it's Last bad Last year... No, I think, like, you should tip a lot, but, like, yeah, like, he doesn't use Uber Eats. So, yeah, he's calling up, like, the pizza store yeah. where, like, they're forcing some 17-year-old kid out in a blizzard out the door. It's like, you should definitely tip more on these types of nights. Um, I don't know if you have to Well, do there's different between more. But, I like, don't mind tipping more, but, like, I was being recommended to tip 100%. I won't pay those prices. And Well, then well, you should get up off of your couch and go pick go up the food it. for yourself then. It's too snowy, and I am but not comfortable not, going out. It's too out snowy that type for the other people, though. You, you said the police have advised people to stay off the road, which is why you won't go out. But you want someone else to chaperone your food to you in conditions. The police are saying don't go outside. Well, yeah, but they say don't go outside unless you're there for work. Those people are there for work. Some man of the people. I wouldn't be out for work. Okay, they would so- be out for work. Going back quickly to last week, like I'm just one of those people. I would feel so awkward to even think the guy is giving me a dirty look as I'm staying past late, um, you know, closing, whatever, eating in. When I hurt my knee last year, I ordered a lot of Uber Eats. Like there's no doubt I had surgery on my knee. I can't go anywhere. I'm home all the time. Um, Whatever. And I would always like I am. It's a very Seinfeld thing, I guess, what I'm about to say. But every time the guy came and it was bad weather because it happened during the winter, I'd make sure that he like saw I'm here on crutches or I'd have my my brace (laughs) on just to see like, oh, yeah, this guy's like helpless. I am delivering him his food and he has no other choice. I'm a weirdo like that, though. Basically, you wanted to make him feel like he worked for Meals on Wheels and you were a recipient of that. No, then I am not just like the biggest, even though I have tendencies that would lead you to believe that, I'm not the laziest guy ever. Like I would go these 10 blocks, five blocks, um, you know, distances, sometimes even walking or in my car. I just, I have. I just don't understand why, just because it's bad weather, why that means I automatically have to pay more money out of my pocket for the same thing if it was a nice day. It's courtesy. Do, 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 do you really? Do you, you really mean? not? Do you, do you really not see the difference? Not a lot more. No. So now you. If someone so goes hold on, above and yeah, go ahead, Jeff. It's like if someone goes. If you know someone went through something to deliver something for you, or like it's just common sense. It's like that's worth more than the standard summer day driver. Like I don't even know how that. You, I don't know whether you're now just doing a shtick. A little bit more, but not a lot double. Not double. Like I'm shouldn't be when the or, when the tip is two fifty and you think you're a big shot because you gave twenty five. I don't look at the numbers. I look at the percentages. I don't know what I'm tipping dollar wise. I look at the, the percentages. But it doesn't mean anything to the guy. If my meal is going to be twenty four bucks, then I wouldn't consider t- like to me, 
10. Like that's the max and you we're think going. You're, you think you're off the hook because you put $3 in a tip jar at a burrito place past closing. Like, yes. What's that work out to 17 cents an employee? Like the guys that are there give a shit. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go, continue to guilt me. I shouldn't have patronized that place at all. They would have been happier if I hadn't patronized the restaurant. No, I'm they would have been happier if you yeah, fucking left. No, no, no. You, you have the right. I'm just saying that tip doesn't make you free of um like it doesn't offset what the employees would feel like to pat's point this only kind of makes sense if the order is so big where you know the number can make the guy feel good and you're not here to make anyone feel good i get it but no no, no that's not true i'm just i just don't see why it needs to be exorbitant i you know a dollar or two extra because of troubles i guess that's fine it's reasonable a dollar like, or two in this economy? If a guy just went through a mission for you? A mission. Okay. Well, the suit. So in the end, I decided this was all too thorny and I just didn't didn't order at all. You went to bed hungry. I did last night also. Oh, I didn't go I didn't go to bed hungry. I just went to bed not as satisfied as I would have otherwise been. He defrosted his cake and ate that for dinner. No, I didn't do that. I ate cream of wheat with some old raisins. Well, oh, nature's best candy. So it's fine. It's like, like a guy who's, I have a question here. You seem like a very, for all your quirkiness, you seem like you're on a very like Tim and his ways and his schedule. How does your place get totally barren like that? Because I didn't buy food because I knew I'd be out for dinner on Sunday because of the Super Bowl. And I knew I was going to be out to dinner on Saturday because mom and dad were cooking something. And I knew that I wasn't having dinner at home on Friday. So you've like a big out. grocery store mission. Like so, once we're done recording here, you you, you better not get in any fights. <laughs> okay. Ha 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 ha. No, I actually have something. I have to go house sit this evening, so I'm not going to be able to cook this. So like, anyway, that's why I'm so low on groceries because I was going to be like away from my house for like six or seven days in the evening at supper time. So like. I, I'm so, shocked yeah. that you don't have any like frozen reserve food, regardless of what it is. Like I can't keep it in the house or I'll no, I can't keep it in the house or I'll eat it all. Hungry man's? Isn't no, that I can't. Jam? I can't keep them in the house anymore. I'll eat them all. They'd be gone. And if I can microwave you in three minutes, then it's gone. So I can't have it. Now, that's coming back to bite you now, unfortunately, because that would be it the, is. That I would got, be the thing. Like have got, some uh, frozen fish or something in your freezer, just no, in case no, of well, emergency. Ter- terrible for you. Might as well just eat the uh, Big Mac frozen fish unless it's like uh like i'm, I'm assuming you mean like fish sticks no I, d- I don't mean fish sticks i'm not four years old well when people say frozen fish most people think you mean like highliner do they or is that I'm what just... you think both no it's not i'm just picturing the most depressing like from the movies fridge that oh it is it is it's, it's exactly <laughs> the 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 when you open the door the door is full of stuff because that's where all the condiments is but the shelves and the crisper, there ain't nothing in there right now. It's empty. I think there's like no, literally nothing on the shelves. I'm shocked you don't have like, we always have like an excess of meat in our freezer, like ground beef, steak, whatever, chicken, I whatever don't it like may be. Fro- I don't like when possible to eat stuff from like my meats from frozen. Like you, you I'd thought, rather you, have them you, fresh you, if I'm going to buy it. You realize you thaw them out, right? You don't cook them frozen. That, that's also, I don't really know how to do that. 
What? I have to be honest. I don't really know how to. Like, I know you. Oh, I don't know how to, how to do it. Something. Well, I mean, yeah, you could like, leave it on the counter for hours and hours yes. and hours and hours. Yeah. But like, there's like a defrost way to do it in the microwave. No, just just, just, just it. leave Ooh. it out. Just leave it out. And it will... like, well, that's no good to you when you're like it's five o'clock and you want to eat and it's friggin' frozen. Well, then you can put it in some water. Put it in some cold water in your sink and make sure it stays submerged. and It'll be done in like an hour. Anyway, I don't. I don't. Usually, when I buy stuff from the delis, like meats or whatever, I like to eat them fresh. The, yeah, well, if you're going to the deli, sure. Not when I say the deli, I mean like the meat counter or whatever. Like when you pick up the f- whatever frozen meat, uh, sorry, the ground beef or the steak or the pork cutlets or whatever. I don't really care to freeze and then defrost. You really do seem like a prime candidate for HelloFresh or Good Food or whatever it might be. Chef's plate. I've done the Hello. I've, I've tried the HelloFresh and it's it's fine, but it's just it's it's too expensive. It's not worth it. I, I I mean, my wife and I get it every single week. It's good for three meals. I like think it's fifty five bucks after tax. Yeah, it's a little too expensive. That's for two of us. Uh, yeah, I I just find it's it's pricier than it needs to be. I can cook really good stuff cheaply if I want to. Really. I'm good at that. Give us your best discount recipe and walk us through it, please. Oh, I mean, I can just buy a couple of russet potatoes and onion, some ground beef, and uh, some carrots. That little bag of those baby carrots. Cook it all together and uh, cook them separately or hash them. It's really cheap. It's delicious. It's healthy for you. You're eating Great. ground beef and potatoes mixed together? Not ground beef, ground meat. I usually buy the ground pork or ground turkey. Okay. And it actually sounds pretty good. I would eat that. Yeah, it's delicious. Ground beef is too too greasy, and it's not great for you. I'd rather have my ground beef in a hamburger. I don't want it as loose. Oh, you get you get some extra lean ground beef. You need to get that extra protein, pal. I can get enough protein from the turkey or the chicken or the the, the pork that's ground up. All right. Anything else, Jeff? Or hard boiled eggs? <laughs> Jeff, you got nothing. Nothing to ask Tim. No, not off the top of my. Did you head. did you see Jeff that another person on the Mayo Media experience likes to use uh you know uh, wing gloves? I I don't know whether he's trolling you or not. I don't knowing, think he is. Knowing Pozzola, like that actually might be something he adopts is the wing glove. Like he's very. It's really smart. Um, OCD and clean and I could like I don't know whether he's trolling but I know him enough that it wouldn't shock me if that was actually something he he brings into the, his future wing eating endeavors you should wing eating is that's the right way to eat wings so you, you don't want your hands gloves? greasy you brought gloves to the Super Bowl party no, I didn't need to we had we had ribs but I was very strategic as with ribs you, if you just hold the end where the bone is because they were already pre-cut for us you don't really get your hands all all gunked up if you just hold the little bone at the end well someone did point out and i forgot to bring it up on the show that i did with pizzola and cam is that you can eat chicken wings with one hand and just have the other hand free and then it doesn't get yes dirty. if i'm eating ones for whatever reason if i'm eating sauced ones i make sure i only eat them with one hand i keep the other hand clean and dry i've never seen you do that because i don't think you're coordinated enough to do that i don't understand how people use two hands to eat a chicken wing it seems like that's a lot of unnecessary work what is the issue? With it's like just... the people who use two hands to eat a burger. Like, I've never actually done that. Really? Just hold it in one hand. I don't know if I've done that. 
You're you, 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 you got one hand on the wheel. You get one hand on your yeah. Duke's you're, burger, you're, 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 and you're eating yeah, on the way t- home. You're talking about eating a McDonald's burger. If you're eating like let's yeah. say some sort of you go to a decent restaurant and they give you a large burger that's like that like double legit patty, not double patties that are like you know, this thin. Then you're you gonna know eat a like classic this. a classic burger joint. Uh, like an old school burger joint that has like their famous homemade burger is yeah that's a two hander yeah is it yeah I'm trying to imagine it I think is. I would just pick it up with one you don't need like it's not required but like yeah that's not um you don't want everything to fall out of it totally well, that's crazy. fine that's why I don't know if it falls out of it you just eat it off the plate what's the thing with the wing on the glove you're just afraid of washing your hands you don't want to get your hands all sticky and greasy and gunked up because you want to use your phone for for you know if you have in-game bets to make you eat five wings you wash your hands yeah i mean use your napkins at at least with at least with pizzola he had the reason of he needs to make live bets during these games cuss doesn't do that (laughs) i want to see what's going on in my menchies i love the law i must need the live um he does, though. I appreciate that. I mean, everyone has their different reasons for why they don't want their yeah, hands but, but, their but yours is completely unnecessary. Covered. You, you just want to treat your phone like it's a piece of construction I, I, I paper can, in, in kindergarten. I, that's little I, fingerprints I and, and paint. I can put down I my phone for two minutes and not check it, unlike you, apparently, because you legitimately have no reason to be on it. I don't understand... I just don't understand it. The only reason I could think of is if you're environmentally conscious, because I'll burn through a lot of napkins or we usually go to PTs, right? Wings are a paper towel or a wet nap, you know, for a closer sort of thing. But a heavy dosage. You just don't want to get your hands dirty. A lot of people don't. It's just like a lot of people don't like getting their hands dirty. Cust and Howard Hughes, one and the same. Just little soft weirdos. No, Rob is on my side, too. Yeah, you're going to say tough as nails, Rob Pizzola? I think he is pretty tough. Oh, yeah. Super tough guy. Cam's out here calling him fucking Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) The little wing. There's someone who showed like little things you can put on the end of your fingers, like hold the wings. That's like really soft. That's even softer. So what's that? A roach clip of eating wings? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of like Lebowski in the car. Yeah, sort of. 